on point when I step in Signs in the air for the gang that you're repping Don't get brave when I'm stepping in the rave If you show my love, everything's okay So for a life, you're brave to have fun in If there ain't girls in the place, we ain't coming Middle finger up to the Jake, stepping in with the gang Please tell the police they can't come in Show me a salute, that's gang Pure love for the crew, that's gang Chat shit if you ain't gonna bang Just show man a sign if you're down for the gang Show me a salute, that's gang Pure love for the crew, that's gang Chat shit if you ain't gonna bang Just show man a sign if you're down for the gang Welcome back, Juventini, to the Juventini Top Back to Black and White podcast. I'm Daniel Lanegro, and I'm live, obviously, from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. And uh, today we're going to be going over the post-match for Juve Sassuolo. Um, the great Sassuolo ruined us. Um, the mighty. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> it's time to squeeze our cheeks and uh, pray, guys, uh, guys and girls. Um, we are uh, in a little bit of a predicament. Obviously, Merida won today. So they bring us to six. They're six points away now. And uh, obviously, episode 21. Um, and again, guys, as always, smash the subscribe. You guys are doing awesome. Obviously, drop a like if you uh, prefer to listen to the podcast on YouTube. Obviously, click the bell for notifications. It's going to come right into your feed uh, when you do that. And obviously, you're up to date. Obviously on iTunes, Spotify, same thing. Follow does the job, and uh, yeah, it's uh, they're posted. You know, usually within a day. You guys know the drill, and um, yeah, no, definitely uh, helps me out. Get gets new guests on the show. Obviously, some that are more familiar, obviously on Twitter, and than others or not. But uh, yeah, we continue with another uh, great guest who's also a Sas a Sasuolo fan, uh, Jake Jake from New Jersey. Man, how's it going? Dude, it's going good. How about yourself? Pretty good, pretty good. Obviously, but besides the the draw that we had to experience uh, yesterday, yeah. Um, obviously, it's bittersweet for you because yes. uh, everyone had fun. Yeah, no, it's uh, <laughs> we were talking before the podcast, right? And um, you know, I was like, it must be a family connection, or you must have some relative that is uh, that is you know from the area from. Uh, Oh my God, Reggio Emilia, um, and uh, no, that's not the case. We kind of get into that. Tell us the story about that, actually. So it started about five years ago, I would say. Um, actually, after the Copa win, I think when Juve beat Milan, uh, so I think Sassuolo finished sixth that season. That kind of guaranteed Europe. So current during that, like whole season, you know, like most people just paying attention to Di Francesco, Berardi, Sansone, Acerbi, all of them. They kind of just caught my eye. Like it was just fun like watching this team and like picking like a smaller team for me was like more interesting. It was more invested. Like they just like the board and everything. I loved it. It's just very smart. So, you know, and like I was 15 at the time. So jumping in, playing them with FIFA and like, it's just that connection. It's just like, it slowly over time just came genuine instead of just like, Hey, this is fun. It's just like, wow. Okay. Like really invested in this now. It's just great what they can do. Yeah, and I I always like their jersey. I like the green color. Oh, um, yeah. It's and 
I think I almost bought one a couple of years back uh, with Berardi because we were always linked with him to come mm-hmm. to Juve. And, you know, I'd never really pulled the trigger. But it's kind of like me. You know, I have an affinity with, obviously, Atletico Madrid, obviously what happened. Uh, maybe that's why I don't feel as, you know, whatever proud again for that game, obviously, the comeback. I, I mean, it was amazing. Like I said, Juve's in, ingrained in, in my heart. and mm. But I've also come to, you know, watch and appreciate another team from Spain. Obviously not at the same level as, as, as Sassuolo. And, um, but, you know, same kind of thing. You know, it was basically watching a Europa League final and then just uh, seeing this magnific- magnificent striker, Falcao, just dominate. Uh, I believe yeah. it. I believe it was. Uh, Is that the final? Maybe, no, I don't think it was the. Uh, I don't think it was the final. I did end up rewatching that mm. final that you're talking about, but um, I think it was the Super Cup actually uh, against Chelsea, and they just blew them oh, out of the water. Yeah. And it was like I'm like, who is this team? And then I just did some research, and you know, I've 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 gotten a lot of his his jerseys, and you know, now I've kind of followed in. Maybe not as much this year, I would say, mm. because now. You know, with the podcast, it's keeping me busy and I haven't really seen, you know, paid attention to their journey this year, which, you know, is a little bit unfortunate. But mm-hmm. oh, it's, I think it's it's nice, you know, um, I like I said, like I say, in every time we faced them so far, even in the group stage or in that game, it's Juve number one for me. Um, yes. But it's definitely nice to see, you know, other teams, you know, having a store, a certain story. And for me, Atletico is a team that's kind of has that same green to that we've always had and is kind yeah, of agreed. treated treated like an underdog i would say because of the other two teams and we kind of feel i mean obviously we've had a lot of success success with juve but i still feel that there was always an inferiority between the teams in milan and us even though we were so successful um and i think that's a lot of the times why uh, and in, even in Europe, an inferior inferiority complex because you know everyone thought they could always beat us, and we would just smash teams. Uh, you look at you can you can list them, but um, so then for Juve, you know, give us kind of a general idea. You know, the the generation. Obviously, you told me fourteen years before the pod, but kind of when when did you start? You know, becoming a fan. Obviously, you don't have to get into incredible mm-hmm. detail, but you know, just who are your favorite players? Who, who, what, what really brought you in? Uh, like, what kind of time frame? Yeah, um, well, it started 2006 around the World Cup. Def- okay. Always with my dad, sitting down with my uncles. Um, Del Pierre has really got me into it. Um, just that goal against Germany is really... Yeah. So, since then, it was always kind of hard to watch in America. So, like, my dad used to just keep up online. Um, it's funnily enough, uh, when Krosik signed, too. Um, yeah. My dad and I loved him. At first, <laughs> and then, I like I liked them. I agree, and I of like course them. that kind of spiraled. But you know, I was very young, so I didn't remember much. Um, so when I really got into it, like became like more than just like a casual fan, it was probably around like 2013, 2014, I would say, um, when I you know got social media, phone, and everything, and you know became like a teenager, always on social media. That was the one thing I always did was check up with Juve, but right. definitely um, Del Piero got me into it. Um, a little bit crossic in the middle, but Marquisio as well is up there. Del Piero, just I love them. I love those two guys. Such Perfect. a shame about Marquisio, yeah. but definitely those two. Yeah, someone just posted a tweet about that that they cry every day every time they think about that. Oh, and dude, that I we kept Kadira. I I remember when he got sold when Marquisio got like cut. 
I woke up. It was like four in the morning for me. I saw a tweet like for on my home screen. I'm like, you know, I'm dreaming. I'm half asleep. And I woke yeah. up five hours later and I saw it was real. And I was just like in my bed all day. And mom's like, yeah. you all right? And I'm like, I've had it. My heart broke, but <laughs> she was, she was, she was, she was, she was probably like, Oh, the, did a, did a, did a girl break up with you or yeah, something? I was like, like oh, she, did your girlfriend break up? I'm like, no, ask dad. He, I was like, dad, dad knows. And she was like, Oh, all right. never mind then. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. You know, I, I laugh now, but I wasn't laughing. Uh, like you said, same thing uh, in uh, the morning. Um, I usually kind of, you know, there's an outlet right next to my, well, when, obviously when I was, uh, living at my parents' house at the time and, you know, I have a charger, obviously the outlet's right next to my bed and, you know, obviously you wake up and you see the new, the news. This was still before, you know, I think I was on uh, vacation, uh, from work. So I was definitely at home. I do remember this and yeah, pick up the phone, use it, you know, scroll through and I'm like cut on the last day of yeah. the of the off season i'm like are After you shitting me like literally that month he was like no this is the only team i would play for in italy you know i love this team since the start because he's yeah. been linked everywhere else and i saw that i'm like oh you and i was like oh you mother i was like and yelly oh, oh yeah i was like you fucks would do this to us uh, was that, like, that was my first thing that was my first thought it was like you fuckers would do this to yeah. us on this day and not even give the guy a chance and i was like yeah, I was like, I was ready. Oh, oh, when he's like, I was being told I was injured. I'm like, dude, no, no, don't, don't do this to me. Yeah, but you know, even with this game, it's funny because it gave me the same disappointment. You know, mm. the same thing happened in this game that happened in the uh, the Milan game. So uh, yeah. look at my phone at work. We're up two nothing early, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, sweet, we got this. This is done. I look at my phone when I leave work and I'm like, and I think the game was, there was still kind of some time on the clock. Uh, I don't think it was completely done. And I believe they were up or I got a notification that said three, two Sassuolo. And I'm like, what the fuck is going Dude. on with this? <laughs> I, like, yeah, are we for real? I got home from work and they put the two up and I was like, okay. I'm like, the, this can't be Milan, right? I'm thinking to myself. And then, you know, like, and then we just, Sasso just like, took over. And I was like, okay, I kind of expected this, but not really. So it's kind of weird because if you look back on my tweets, it's just I'm going back and forth between the two. Like with the, oh, man, it, it was great. As Tony said, it was the Jake Finchiguero Derby. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's awesome, man. And yeah, no, it's definitely, if you haven't seen, obviously you'll know him on Twitter at Jake Finchiguero. And your last name is awesome. Every time I read it, it's like perfect, unbelievably Italian last uh, name. Yeah, you would think. And then I get people are like, oh, you're Spanish? And I'm like, no, can't. Sorry. <laughs> I'm Italian. They're like, Okay. <laughs> okay. Whatever. Yeah. It's like, all right. <laughs> but let's, uh, yeah, let's get into the news. Um, obviously, the new, if anyone's, you know, have been, you know, perusing around my page at all. Um, obviously, kits are a big thing in my life. Obviously, merch and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and the new kits are supposed to come on. July the 30th. I'm guessing it's going to be right before Champions League obviously drops. 
the first kickoff there. But uh, yeah, what were your what were your thoughts on the UV's new kits? I want to get your opinion. The, I haven't asked that in a long time. The home kit, beautiful mm-hmm. to me, and the, I think the way one's the mm-hmm. uh, the blue, right? The home, yes. I'm so happy the stripes are back. The last good one we had was what 2017, 18 yep. was it? I yep. think was the last good home kit, and that blue away kit, amazing. I might get both. The third one, I duh. What the hell did they do? I don't know. It looks like someone <laughs> threw up on it. They had like orange Gatorade, but I saw the third one. I was like, oh Christ, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. We took two steps forward here, and we might have just taken like another three back. But have you have you seen the 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 sleeves on the the away kit? Have you seen the 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 images? Isn't it like was it like the white? Sh- wasn't there like stripes on the? Yeah, it's got like this weird pat. That's why I was almost like. It looked good, and then they added these like weird cuffs on the end of the. That I was I like, okay, that's like an actual well, picture. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see till they start launching everything, and obviously the pictures, and then people start buying kits and posting the actual photos. Yeah, definitely. But uh, yeah, uh, the home kits, um, I'll get around to it. Yeah, I like how the Serie is using their own numbers now with that has a black outline around the gold. I think that's gonna make it look really sharp. Unlike the ones that we've seen that are just gold, I think it just makes it, it gets too lost in like the yeah. white background. Um, I, like I know we're kind be... of talking about kits like this. It's funny, but yeah, no, no I love it. It's it, yeah. to me, like you look at the whole thing and it's like, it needs to, you know, it's not just a Jersey. It's, it's your identity, right? It's history. And there's a it's... lot about talking, obviously removing, you know, this name right here. If you guys can mm. see, um, I think it's good now. I've changed my opinion, honestly, because, you know, there's a lot of players that don't deserve to have the name yeah. on the kit over yep. the Absolutely. heart. Because, you know, just it's been in bear. We've gotten some very shambolic uh, performances from guys that are getting paid a lot of money. And um, I, I would say there's only a handful of players that deserve to have the name, the badge, whatever, uh, on the shirt. It's, you know... Uh, we, we can get into coach and player, and obviously we'll, we'll talk about that when we get into the game. And, and obviously, there's kind of there's going to be an important kind of a good discussion that's kind of been, uh, uh, you know, some content was put out, and we'll get into that later uh, on what we think of it. But um, obviously, for us, we've had the scudetto uh, on our jersey for 300 games as of yesterday. Um, incredible feat. Um, I hope we go to te- whatever, whatever ten years in a row, however many games that is. I hope we can get That'll to that. Something that would be something. And like I, I've been saying, like if we get ten years, it should just be like a permanent scudetto. Like they should yeah. never take scudetto off. Like because... they do with like Champions League when you get a certain amount. Exactly, or like a gold one or something mm-hmm. like that. Whatever the yeah, hell they want to do. Special star, unless they take it away again. Well, yeah, exactly. (laughs) They'll make some some stipulations uh, on how we can celebrate. But um, honestly, unbelievable. Again, it's going to be interesting, though. It's we're not there yet. We're not over the line even this year. Yeah. But I think that's pretty important. Again, talking about players now with the news. Rugani apparently is the only 100% fit player. Yeah, I saw that. Um, please check out Al's video. It's pretty good. He talks about some key points on uh, on on why uh, Rugani is so important to us. So if you haven't seen that yet, obviously go <laughs> on to my uh, profile or check his profile, all UV cast, and he'll tell you why uh, Rugani is so important to us and why we need to keep him. 
So check that out if you have. Oh, I have to check. Yeah, I meant to check it out again this morning. I got caught up with work. Yeah, check it out. You'll I like heard it. it was a good one. I heard it was very good. Don't spoil oh, it. Yeah. I heard it was very good. I won't spoil it. I won't spoil it for anyone. But um, so yeah, apparently Kilini calf, Delict. Obviously, we've known shoulder problems. Goddamn um, Bonucci heel. Well, I, again, it was bringing him too too early. I think I think he shouldn't have played. Um, I get why the, the the faith in one player over the other, but that's what happens when you come back too early is you start re-aggravating. And a guy who's prone at that level um, to re-aggravate injuries, that's what happens. Obviously, Bernardeschi is going to be suspended the next game because of that stupid foul. And we'll uh, get it back. Yeah, that was, that was ridiculous. Cuadrado will be back, obviously, from his ban. Um so I, I think it could be interesting next game how we line up. Uh, there's a couple options in my head that we could really go with. Uh, still, obviously, 4-3-3. Three, three, but obviously, Pochettino's been, you know, linked. Obviously, Juve and Inter. Merda. Because, obviously, Conte is having, uh, you know, obviously, barring the win today, there was there has been calls for his head even now. Obviously, our fans have been calling for Saudi's head for yes. quite a long time. Uh, maybe not as as deep as Allegri out, but you know it's it's getting to that. Yeah, point. I was just to say it's definitely getting there. It's definitely it's boiling. Absolutely boiling. Um, and you know, he he's he he doesn't mind the idea. Obviously, this is a Telegraph story, so whatever, take that with a grain of salt. Obviously, Bentancur and Kilini did go, uh, did get tests. Bentancur. They're going to be evaluated, obviously, day-to-day, but ruled out any, like, big muscle injuries. Obviously, you know, there's nagging stuff that, you know, players deal with day-to-day. I'm guessing that's what Chiellini's going through. Obviously, coming back from the previous injury that's kept him out for so long. Um, There's been a notion, obviously, about... And I got into it with a a Juventina about, you know... And it's really pissing me off with this Allegri guy. Please just stop doing it. Stop bringing up the guy's name. Leave him in the, the grave has been already put in. You know, he's already in the grave. It's done. It's over. The, the, the era's done with the guy. Just stop bringing the guy. You're just, you're, I just want to put my head through a wall of every time I see his name on the Twitter, it's like, uh, and now they're bringing up obviously goals, goals conceded. And you look at the years, 20, 24, 23, 24, 20, 27, 24, 30, and then obviously this year, 35. And there's still five games remaining. So now everyone's making this big deal that, oh, yeah. we're letting... And we are letting more goals in. That's fast. We're scoring right? more is what people fail to see, I believe. I, I think I read a stat that we're on... I think right now we scored the most at in, the previous seasons or on pace too, which makes yeah. sense considering oh, yeah. you're scoring more, you're going to let up in the back because of our high line. Look, Makes sense to me, at least, but stats aren't everything, of course. Well, they, they aren't, and that's just the thing. And But you got to also look at a team. Barcelona, 36 goals against so mm-hmm. far. I think they only have a couple games left, so it's a little bit different. But, yeah, you know, if we start shutting out a couple teams and we actually show up in the next few games, it could be around the same mark as what Barca ends on, mm-hmm. and Barca's that style. Yeah, and you um, think about how the league has progressed over the years. like Teams like Atlanta, Sassuolo, Lazio, very attacking now. That wasn't the case previously, even Milan now. And a lot of confidence and a mm-hmm. lot of, you know, not uni- unity in the, in the squad. And like I've said, when you get a team like that, that's the difference. I mean, yep. you could talk about Lazio choking all you want. And, you know, 
it's not done yet, guys. Yeah, like still five games to go, I believe. Right? We lose, we lose the next game, and it's all to be played for. So, mm-hmm. I know there's been, you know, I've even said it a couple times too. The the these guys have obviously choked it. I honestly didn't think that uh, Sassuolo was gonna be. I thought we would have been able to, you know, sh- come out and show up, especially after what happened with Atalanta. Uh, that didn't happen at all. Yep. Um, and. Now I'm thinking, you know, are we going to become the chokers? Now it's, that's really something to consider. And I mean, we're still a little bit early. I don't want to go get too, mm-hmm. you know, deep too, there. Yeah. But it's definitely something to throw out there. Um, but yeah, it's crazy. And I just want to look up, you know, obviously Man City apparently has got a full agreement with Ferran Torres. So another guy, Juve's yeah. losing out it. But somehow management is just going to come unscathed, unscathed over all of this. Let's uh, as as Juve Twitter. Well, not everybody. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of people that you know have really looked to point the finger in the right direction. I find, and then there's a lot of others that are not even mentioning, just going straight to sorry, uh, which is fine. I mean, that's every everybody can have their own opinion. But yeah. uh, what do you think about losing out on another player potentially? I don't know because. He's young. He's about twenty-one, right? I believe so. so yeah, I think I saw the release clause was pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Personally, I'm not all for just you know splashing out that much on someone that's not as proven. I much rather get him on a free like they're trying to next year because very little loss there, if any. Yeah. But I mean, he's going to Man City with Pep. I mean, who wouldn't deny that? You know, young player playing attacking football with Pep Guardiola of all people. So, oh, in Champions not, League as well. Yes, yes. That, <laughs> now that yeah, now that they you know gave that extra money to UEFA or whoever, now they somehow just, got an envelope to the courts and yeah, all of that is okay now. It's all situated. <laughs> Another thing, you know, even when I look at Man City, they got thirty-five goals against, and they got two games remaining. Mm-hmm. So it's it's nothing. Another thing that I think a lot of people are forgetting. Our defense is not the same as prime BBC. Mm-hmm. Like I think we need to we need to re you know put yeah, the needle back in the right direction. Yeah, we're we're leaving come back to earth a little bit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like this is not the same squad as BBC guys. There's a, and you even look at when uh, Bonucci was, was playing. It, it's it's not the same. It's so different when you have four at the back to three at the back. Yeah. And we have a right, uh, at right back. Exactly. Um, and also when we've had other guys playing the Matuidi on left back and stuff like that, that's and, completely different. Yeah, unfortunately, Pijanic isn't the best defensively as well. Oh yeah, the guy can't run that, for yep. for anything. Yep. I'm surprised. I'm shocked he gave the ball that he did to, in this game. But we'll, we'll oh, get yeah. it. <laughs> we'll yeah, get it. people. Were, whew, I've never seen that on the timeline. Everyone kept bringing up Benton Court. I'm like, all right, well, hold up. <laughs> Yeah, no, that was crazy. That was Pirlo-esque. I'm not going to lie. I'll give credit where it's due. Obviously, Alessio Tacchianardi had a uh, interview with Tuto Juve. Um, obviously, I got a couple of the, you know, kind of bites, sound bites that uh, Juve FC put on uh, online. Obviously, he was asked, you know, is it all Sarri's fault? Um, he goes, I don't know how much to blame him. The team plays very well for 20 minutes and then disappears from the pitch. We shouldn't just slaughter them. There were blackouts. I think the players have to do more. And I have to agree. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty simple in, in, in that sense. And there's going to be quite a few examples that I think I'm going to bring up when we go over the game that 
are are going to be clear to that fact. And I think just a lot of the players are not stepping up. And maybe that could mean a loss of dressing room. That's completely yeah. one thing. Nice. That could be that could be a thing. So I'm not saying that Sadi hasn't. I don't know why there's this notion that a lot of people are say thinking that no one's giving Sadi shit for what he's doing. Um, you know, not completely smashing the guy into pieces after one year uh, is another thing. Um, realizing where Juve is and what the management has done is another thing. Um, and that's it's just driving me crazy. Like it's like, oh well, and then they'll bring up Allegri as like somehow the last two seasons with Allegri were the golden years of Juve, yeah. which they weren't. It's, no, they're like right after Cardiff is where that decline happened. So I don't, I don't know how, how Juve's first two years are being conflated into his whole reign was amazing because we won Dopietas and be, because mm-hmm. we won a Scudetto in his last year. Sorry, guys, that's not equivalent. That's, that's a false equivalence right there. And second, and secondly, you're assuming that that we would have been better, and or we're assuming that again the memory's kind of short. And let me remind some of you guys: you say that oh we defended, we looked trash in a lot of those one nil wins that we had. We talked yeah, about oh, that we grinded out, we locked down these games, and Allegri knew how to win one nil. Allegri couldn't. I don't. I don't remember a game that Allegri scored three 0 Maybe the Athletic will come back. That's the only thing that comes to my head. But there's a lot of shitty performances as well that no one wants to talk about. And I, yeah, I just uh, like it's a it's a every summer. time every time we th- go back to Allegri, it's like I gotta re like grind the same gears that I've been grinding for the past two years, and it it makes no sense to bring up to even think of bringing up Allegri. It's a completely different situation completely different situation yeah i think at the end everything kind of just burned out with him i think definitely cardiff was that breaking point because right after that we noticed you know in especially big games like napoli a koulibaly header that was another good one where we kind of just did nothing for the full 90 and it paid you know and then of course there was and then they choked the year (laughs) the year yeah and then of course year after cardiff with madrid in the quarterfinals was it yeah Quarterfinals. Yeah, yep. Where you know we lost three nothing, and then we tie it three, and then nothing for like thirty minutes. Yep. And Tweedy scores a third, and then you're expecting all right, two more subs. We're yep. gonna keep pushing. We're away. We're in Madrid. No, he, I think he played way too passive. He was yep. way too passive. Well, and and a lot of the time, again, it's all hindsight is twenty twenty. It's easy to say when you've won those games. Oh yeah, yeah. I tr- I trust Allegri. Um, he I if we're one nothing, I know we're gonna win a game. He drew a hell of a lot of games too. Don't kid yourself in the, in in that where we've had to come back. And like I said, in all of those games that we've sat back, I remember everybody criticizing Allegri mm-hmm. and saying how shit we looked. And now all of a sudden, this is the golden example. Use, yeah, use, use Real Madrid. Use Real Madrid three Champions League as an example. Use Klopp, although five years now of Klopp, 425 million pounds spent Klopp uh, as an example. So yeah, sure, they got cohesion, but it's the same thing. So again, I don't want to, I'm not trying to, again, I'm not trying to kiss yeah. Sarri's ass. I've said my piece. I don't think his, his caliber is enough. I don't think he's I a agree. good enough coach at all. Uh, his caliber's not there. 
Uh, he's not pragmatic, and we knew that. Again, yep. you can go watch a few episodes ago when when uh, when was it? And the Copitalia stuff, we talked about it. He's not the right guy. Now, what you want to do? You want to talk about players? We'll get into the, we'll get into that after because that's kind of a, a decent, you know, some decent takes. Some takes I don't necessarily agree with, but I think uh, Eric did a good video. Um, obviously, let's get into back to Takinardi. Uh, flat midfield. He would like to see younger players with a greater hunger for victories yep. in the next Juve. Uh, feeling that this cycle will end at the se- end of this season, even if the team is still in first, uh, which it could be, right? You know, yep. who knows what what the situation is going to be, and even if we win the CL or not. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, surely the current midfield, which isn't at a European level, will have to be changed. This is a department that is struggling to attack and defend. I think Paratici isn't at fault. I'd have taken Ramsey and Rabio too. I don't know. I don't necessarily agree with that. I but yeah. I, do, I, I agree I with that. Agree. I, I agree with Ramsey and Rabio. See, I don't know. I think you look at those valuations, and it still comes down to, you know, sometimes I don't know when you let's say you buy something. Like look at look in 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 reality, right? You want to buy something. You can't necessarily afford the best, right? Mm-hmm. But you know, we're not talking about a club that is, uh, you know, everybody's saying the financials are great. So I'm going to go with that, that notion and say, we're, we're okay. So would you not invest in someone that's that much better of quality or, you know, try and take a gamble because we know we can do it in the past. And I think that's what that was. Obviously Rabio's looked really good as of late. Yeah. Ramsey, I don't think is necessarily there. He's had spurts. Mm -hmm. We haven't really seen enough of him to really judge, if you want to say. Yeah, I'm still not keen on the guy. I think there's still we still need to make and like he said, and a lot of other players have past UV players have said it. The midfield is not of European level. Mm, absolutely, um, it hasn't been for a while. The quality since, uh, is not there. Ever since the final against Barca, really Pirlo, Vidal, Marquisio, Pogba. Okay, so I was asked yeah. a question. Let's bring this up now. Actually, let's bring it up. So Monica Lariola. Uh, we've we've gone a lot back and forth over the Allegri stuff. That's fine. Um, but she made a point that the 17-18 mid was worse than this mid. And I don't see it, though. I, I can't. I, I can't. I think... Um, let me try and get the players up quickly. But what yeah, from what you can remember... What can you remember, uh, obviously, out of the... Uh, like, would you take the final... The Cardiff final midfield or... This midfield. So, if I remember correctly, the Cardiff final, it was Pajanic and Kadir was healthy. Yep. And then I'm struggling to see who is off to the left. Here we go. I'll give oh, it to you that, right here. No, wait. Or, or was it that? Or is that when we had the so four five like the four two three one? I'll give it to you now. I was I'm a, I just thought about this, so that's that's kind of why uh, I'm bringing it up, guys. Bad podcast host. Um, Pjanic, obviously, 18. and tw- he's, He was in 18, 17, 18. He was in now. Obviously, Benton is a player now. We had Kadira then. Mm-hmm. Kadira obviously played then and now. We also had Sturaro. We also had Lemina. We also had Marquisio. Oh, God, no, no, it's coming back to me. Oh, and we also goodness. had Rincon. Oh. Mid- this mid- this oh. midfielder, Matuidi, obviously, Benton Ramsey, Rabio, Kadira of 2020 and Pjanic of 2020. I remember watching that final and seeing Rincon come on and I was like, oh 
God. <laughs> I was, uh, I had, ab- the seventeen eighteen midfield to me was definitely worse than the current one by no. far to me because this midfield has more depth on paper as in instead of taking off Pajanic and yeah. throwing on Lamina or Rincon, now we can take off Pajanic through that, de- throw Bentancourt in there and we can throw Ramsey on the right. We don't want that. We can throw Rabio. We don't want that. Well, everyone's hurt. But still, we have that promising youngster. What is his name? Mortatore. But I think he's going right. off to Atalanta. I mean, better than Lamina and Rincon, obviously. Of course, Marquisio is great. He's better than anyone on one leg, even. But I'm taking this midfield over that one any day because okay. I could not stand that midfield, especially even before we had Hernandez. I don't know if you remember that. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, this midfield over that one any day of the week, in my opinion. I'm, I'm going to have to disagree with you, Jake. Really? So, listen, listen, hear me out. I like what you said, though. Mm-hmm. On paper, this team is more talented than that team. I agree. Mm-hmm. But the team that's most talented on paper doesn't always win you the game. A.K.A. Juve getting to that final. Obviously, we lost against uh, Real Madrid. Yeah. But we smashed with that midfield Barcelona. And you could say they have a down year. Okay, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I'll, give, I'll give you that as an exception. The difference between this midfield now and that midfield then is the intangibles. That team, as much as you want to say they are garbage players... Oh. I think they have more respect because of what, what what they were to this team than these players do. Obviously, Ramsey, I think, has glass knees. I mean, he has. It's kind of shown. Yeah, because that, he hasn't been healthy. I yeah. Ever since that that broken leg years ago, Ra- Rabio is is turning the corner for me a little yeah. bit. I'm getting a little. I'm liking it a little bit more. I think people forget he didn't play at all last year. Right. Really, is where that comes from. That's fair. So Rabiot, again, that's more you could play. Bentancourt, I agree. But to compare him to Marquisio, that's a tough Yeah, no, that's, that's I, a tough I, sell I don't agree. Yeah, no, because Marquisio can play anywhere in the midfield, as we've seen literally over years. He's played as a 10. He's played as the Regista. He's yeah. played as an 8. He can do anything. But Pia- Pjanic that year, prime Pjanic. Yes. Pjanic this year, garbage. Yeah, good point. Kadira but, that Kadira that year, I will actually give credit and say he was actually really good that year, those those years. This year. <laughs> goodbye. Yeah, Kadira, get the fuck out of here. I don't know, because part of me also thinks that Manzukic is also a big factor in how True. well that field I'll, activated. I'll take that. I'll take it. Because he did all the work on the left there. He was up and down at left back at times. Like yeah. He was in the box, in our box, yeah. most of the time, defending that's as well. That's what I mean. That could, like, the, the cohesion, man. Yeah. That, like, that's when you get a good team going all together. That's And it's there's nothing. It's all just a shamble of parts with this team. And it all starts with Ronaldo. And I knew this was going to happen, guys. I knew it. I knew this was going to fucking happen. It becomes yeah. all individuals. But we still have a little bit to play. So mm-hmm. I, could, I could be wrong. I want to be wrong. Guys, I told you. I want to yeah. be wrong. I want to be best. wrong. I agree. I've said that on every every time I've been I've I've been I've said prove me wrong. I have no problem eating crow. I have no problem being like, you know what guys, bad take. That we that was an incredible decision. 
I still don't. Until we win to win the Champions League, it's not a great decision because we've we could have we could have with that we money we spent. We should have won that we, final. We should have. We should. But yeah. Again, let's not open up that can. No, of I'm not getting into that. Obviously, I... there was some interesting stuff on uh, Twitter that was that got released. Um, obviously, Ivan from the, uh, I believe, a co-founder of the Bianconetti YYZ, obviously the official fan club that I'm a part of. Um, he was, uh, they had, obviously, I couldn't make the viewing party or the uh, post-game kind of virtual meetup uh, discussing the Sassuolo game. But apparently, Giuseppe, uh, Giuseppe Bognani dropped a bombshell. And apparently, Paratici, now, I don't, take this with a grain of salt, guys. I don't know what, I don't know where, what sources confirm this. I wasn't there to hear it. 99.9% out for Paratici and Sari if they can't sort out his contract. I don't know really? what that, I don't know where this information, this yeah, is way no. out. I don't believe apparently that there's a, there's a big, yeah, I don't see it. A uh, big reorganization underway. Um, and apparently it was two sources that could, that I don't know confirmed it. Um, and I hope one of them wasn't Momblano because if that's the case, toss that in the bin right now. <laughs> because that is just garbage. Yeah, no, um, he's just taking shots in the dark and he lands a couple. Yeah, I mean, like, I, for, I mean, sure. Clock I mean, Messi could be coming too. I mean, Guardiola, Zidane. Yeah. Like, I could start dropping names left and right on this too and be, be, be right once. Um, but also... Because obviously Marco Rey, who was our CFO, um, was obviously left, right? Mm-hmm. He was he was removed and obviously another, uh, I, d- I discussed it last. So is that, I, I was kind of suggesting, well, is that kind of the beginning of the end? Is this kind of what the shuffling is about? I mean, if what I was looking at with the financials, I mean, I'm, I could understand why this guy's gone because we were down 50 million at the halfway point. Yeah. Like, I mean, net, I'm not talking yeah, uh, our cost for 50 million. I'm talking about net, we were down 50, which means if that would have held to the end of the season, that breaks FFP because we've had three consecutive years in the red, over 30 million euros. You so, know, Man City can't get out of that. Well, exactly. And that's what I'm worried about because we're an Italian team. Yeah. They don't treat Italian teams so like what they happened treat with it. the Milan clubs because of exactly. it. So. Exactly. It's bullshit. And yeah, even though exactly. as much as Zich, as much as I hate Merda, that shit shouldn't be a standard. And that's a vergogna to the highest level it's, of it's the CAS. Fucking, yeah. It's fucking CAS. it's ridiculous. Because you see oh. again all these English teams just dropping bombs in the transfer market. And then yeah. everyone else is just like, go fuck yourself. But apparently Agnelli was asked to believe in the vision, obviously. His best friend, and yeah, Allegri, was fired. So now, obviously, heads are going to roll because um, Nedved and Paratici weren't right. And I mean, I don't. I guess somehow we we believe that Agnelli has more football knowledge than Nedved does. Yeah, I don't know about that, guys. No. I don't know what what's what's crack you guys are smoking. This guy's a billionaire. Uh, this guy's in uh, was handed the keys. Uh, at the most opportune time, I made this example. If I bought, if I bought a whole bunch of stocks after 2008, the collapse, and now I'm up. The S and P at one point was when we were at our max was up 500 percent. That's not a genius move. I'll tell you that much. That's just common sense that the market's going to go back and higher. 
Yeah, he's uh, a great businessman, but I don't really necessarily think when it comes to football, you know. I don't know. Yeah, I think made, he knows his place. A lot of que- he's made a lot of questionable decisions, and for him to somehow be outraged now because he's seeing this while leaving the midfield for five years barren yeah. and not doing anything, I don't see that being the case. So that's my take, guys. You guys take with that information what you will. We'll see what happens. There's still a long way to go, a couple months to be exact, before some of that stuff could be unfolding. But uh, let's wait and see. The news will be dropping, and you'll be hearing it here and obviously on a bunch of other platforms uh, when it drops. A, a very interesting thing, obviously, they took a total of the points from the, you know, the I believe it was the second half of the season. Mm-hmm. Um and it showed us to be in, uh, sorry, from the restart, excuse me, not because it shows June 16th. Um, so, yeah, from June 16th, obviously, to uh, now, Atalanta being in first place, 22 points, Milan yeah. in second with 17, Sassuolo 15, uh, third place, and obviously Juve and Merida fourth and fifth, uh, Napoli as well with 14 points, sixth. But yeah, it's. Um, Definitely not the best. I don't think we played dominant. Well, how have you thought we started off this restart? Because I like to get everyone's opinion on on that. Because I think everybody kind of saw it a little bit differently. For me, I thought there were good performances. But I thought there was situations that we could get in trouble in. And they played out exactly how I saw us getting into trouble. Against teams that were going to play the way that I thought they were going to play. Mm-hmm. Um, but what did you think? What, what did you so, think? So, I mean, I think we started off horribly with the first two against Milan right. and Napoli, obviously. But as we went on, I believe it was what was the game after? Was it no, Genoa was a little bit later. But once we got into the league, I feel like first we woke game up. was Bologna. Yeah. Or, yeah, Bologna. I think there were really good performances, and is what I was hoping to see as we went along. Um, yeah. Obviously, against you know Genoa, we've always struggled with, and Bologna, I honestly really thought we were going to struggle with because they play a really good, not Atalanta like Sassuolo level, but a good, confident attacking football, especially Mihailovic at the helm. But I thought those performances really well. We actually looked yeah. like a team, in my opinion. We controlled the game, but then, and then that Milan game happened, and it's been free fall ever since. I don't know yeah. what the hell happened. I don't know if it's just like a culture. It's just like a shock to the system. But right. up until the Milan game, post Copa final, I thought we were playing great. Okay. Milan game after. No. So no, this, so this is my take. When and obviously you've seen an interaction between me mm-hmm. and Mister uh, Toilet Squeegee. And yes, that's a wink. Ha It's a joke. Relax. Uh, but he's probably not going to be watching these because you know. He likes to take personal digs instead of bring the facts. But anyways, uh, we uh, we got into a discussion, and he brings up, obviously, four dominant performances, and that was a sticking point for me. Four dominant performances. Okay, the Lecce game, they were down to 10 men. Uh, the game against Torino wasn't, I don't think it was dominant. I think two goals of brilliance that really got it for us. Uh, really individual brilliance got us that game. Uh, and... Torino had a lot of chances. And again, even in the Bologna game, they had some chances at the, uh, at the beginning. And I, I saw teams that would literally sit back five deep and narrow what looked like what we were doing in this game against 
Sassuolo and what we're also doing against Atalanta and Milan when we shut off. And I was just waiting. I'm like, when teams start pressing our players and really getting into their faces, it's going to be a completely different story. We're not going to be able to put the ball around as well and play however we like and Pjanic sit just outside the box. That's not going to happen. And it's been proven. Um, and so that was my contingent point. The argument that I got against saying four dominant games is because of the history. What does the history have to do? The, you, you saw the games with your eyes. Obviously, you thought we played great. That's fine. Again, I could see it differently. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe we did. I thought we did play good. I thought we played good in the context of we're playing lower table teams, so we should be playing we should be better than these teams. That's the context that I saw it in. So it's not necessarily that you're playing great. You're playing great more of because the quality isn't up to par against you. And they're allowing you to do things that greater teams won't let you do. Like what we've seen with Milan, Atalanta, Sassuolo. So that's my thought. And to me, like to say... Yeah, well, I said Genoa historically has been good enough. And then in the post-match, I said exactly, they laid down. They sat narrow. They sat five back. You can't do that. Look at Juve against Real Madrid. A team Mm -hmm. with that quality, you cannot sit for that long. You have to show something. And even when they did try, we were just too overpowering that they couldn't even do much. Until, you know, Torino a little bit different. A little bit different. They had their chances. But, again, I didn't see those as, wow, dominance in the performances. For me, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, now, obviously, like you said, free fall. There's games left. Obviously, Spal lost today to Berda. So, they're six back. Someone said six and a half, and I kind of laughed because, obviously, it was a... <laughs> I'm like, okay, sure, if you if you want to think of that. Obviously, we need 10 points uh, out of 15. Um, that's kind of daunting. Um, but it starts with Lazio. Um, this is going to be really tight. It's going to be really tight. And I'm worried. Like I, like I said, I believe in this team till the end. Fino alla fina. I can say all of that. Mm-hmm. But if you ask me, Daniel, personally, how are you feeling about this? No, hey, I'm stopping and thinking now. I'm stopping and saying, there's a real possibility. Now, if we go on and we smash Lazio, then okay, then things change, right? Where you start, you add another piece to the to the formula, and it spits out a different answer. So again, we got to see how they come out. But if they don't come out like if they come out like they did the last two three games, good luck, because Lazio is just as desperate as we are to get something uh, going again because they've just played as they've played even worse than we've played. Uh, after the restart so i don't know here's the thing a couple years ago what was it three years ago might have when we were sitting 11th in november yeah actually well, ironic actually ironically after losing one nothing to sasuolo sansone amazing free kick by the way brilliant brilliant goal if what i hear I have, if, what, if what you're trying to say is true dude i have full <laughs> confidence that we can see out the season and win personally if we can go back from 11th place in November yeah. and win the title at the end of the season, even more recently, you think of Napoli, where yeah. the cool Bali had her, won nothing at home, we lost. We've had closer title races, 
and we've seen it through. I'm still confident we can get through this. Lazio have been in worse form than us. Yeah. We're looking at it. I, I'm, I'm confident. I'm going to put that out there. People can rip me all they want if at the end of the season we do lose it. But we've had way worse. There's no reason why we can't see the season out, especially yeah. when you're looking at our schedule ahead and you're seeing Lazio are down. Roma we can definitely handle. Yeah. Because they're they're very shaky. I think we play Napoli too. No, I believe uh, no, we're no, we're done with those boys. Uh, Udinese, Samp, Cagliari. I think those are those yeah. three are definitely. Yeah, those were the three. Yep, and Calorie have been ever since what December? I think. Yeah, they've been in shaky form. I think we can see out those games. Yeah, I think we're definitely getting the twelve points. So really, next. yeah, there's. I, your... I definitely think the straight next four games are going to be wins, in my opinion. But I hope. So. I do I really hope, wait, man. honestly, being 11th in November and then still winning the title. Like, no, I definitely agree. I agree yeah. with you. Jake. That's I, agree. Just, yeah. I think we got the qual. I, like I've said, I've been saying, yeah. I thought we were going to smash Sassuolo. Like I really believed it. You know, I thought we were going to come out and just be like, you know what? Fuck this. We're going to take this thing over and we're going to just dominate this game and just have a great bounce back. And it wasn't. So that's, that's kind of what's put me aback. Yeah. Because I understand, but you have to remember that Sassuolo and Atlanta you know, played very, very similar. True. You know, like Desiree's doing a great job since he came in a year or two ago. And just, like, they believe is a thing. It's all confidence. You know, yeah. like these smaller teams like Sassuolo and Atlanta, they know they can punch above their weight. I mean, Sassuolo just came off the back of beating Lazio, of all teams, you know, 2-1. They had all the confidence in the world coming in. Us, right. no, it didn't look like that at all. But I think people forget about that is how teams aren't scared anymore. You think yeah. back early days of Conti, teams were sitting back like we're talking about. They didn't want yeah. to attack. They didn't want to go for it. But now it's wide open. Yeah, it was weird because that's how I thought this whole thing was going to start. And it really didn't. And then now the only thing that ne- the next thing that comes up with, obviously we'll get into the game, guys. We've been talking. It's been a really uh, yeah, good conversation so on. far. <laughs> but um, no, I definitely think those two games against Lazio that we lost uh, within a week of each other really, uh, really mean something. Um, you know, they've, they kind of know the blueprint. So that, that's the only thing that I get worried about being in the, in the next game. Obviously, like you said, we needed 10, uh, like I said, 10 out of 15. And I believe the points are there. Um, but if the slide continues, uh, it's definitely... Then you start questioning those next games against Udinese. Udinese drew Lazio just recently. Sampdoria is looking to, to, uh, for safety, basically, because yeah. they're, uh, they're dropping towards the, the relegation zone. Cagliari, I don't think, is that far, but I'm sure they're within reach. Um, and then Roma, you know, they might have some... Co- yeah, they might want to... Uh, depending on where Lazio is... Um, it depends on how they want, uh, how they're gonna play. Uh, yeah, it depends where Lazio is and how far Napoli is behind them, because I yeah, think exactly. they themselves see Phil, yeah, trolling them. <laughs> Love him so much. Love those tweets. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. It's pretty sweet the back and forth. Except when you know Phil gets a little defensive too. Let's let's come on, Phil. Show a little bit. Show show some back and forth, buddy. Uh, yeah, I we see. all do it sometimes. I don't blame him. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, but he goes, he goes at Merda, he goes at Roma, head on, man. Oh, Gotta give that guy pretty, the credit he deserves. He goes after us. He goes after. Oh, he yeah. doesn't care. It's oh, it's I amazing. expect that. I expect that from Napoli. They, we, the little brother needs to uh, speak up every so often. Phil, keep doing what you're doing if you ever watch this. Just yeah, keep exactly. doing. Exactly. I'm gonna drop. I'm gonna name drop him. But um, yeah, no. Let's get into the formation of this game. Uh, obviously, typical four-three-three for us. Uh, the surprise for me was Chiellini. I definitely expected. Uh, you know, I guess Bonucci wasn't ready, um, and that's why he's he didn't take the field. Um, but I definitely expected Rugani to start then. Yeah, so that, did I. That was the case. Um, ridiculous eh i don't i don't know what do you think about that i thought it was too i thought it was a bad decision in my opinion yeah um because i read somewhere that clean didn't even train yet with the first team or he just got back like oh my god i i don't know why you would risk someone like that who's coming off an acl injury he's in his mid-30s i'd much rather put rugani in because at the end of the day he wasted a not he didn't waste well i guess he did yeah because you're only allowed five players three stoppages but no, it was definitely a waste and obviously kind of backfired with that calf sprain. But it makes no sense to me why you would throw a middle-aged man, not middle-aged, but mid-30s, coming off an ACL injury, hasn't trained over the fit, you know, who doesn't really have that big of an injury record. Which, for 60 minutes, he was all right against Milan. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's what I'm going to say. There's a lot of people ripping into the guy. I'm not going to go to that level. I know I see. I know where he is. I know where yeah. he belongs. Yeah, um, I'm not going to get into that because it's really uh, yeah, again. Yeah, I don't I, exactly in, like, in, in that case, um, but yeah, for someone to be again, like you said, who wasn't really training, that is so key. You know, we look at all the games that we played, and, and his record is quite impeccable when he's on the pitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many games we actually win, um, and you look at that and you say. Is it against Sassuolo? Is it re- even if we yeah, it's lost? Not like, even if we lost, it's what? What do you risk that? That's such yeah, a stupid and, move. And especially Champions League coming back in a month too. Exactly. You think you know, like you know, have him train, get the full fitness, throw him in for little cameos because we need him for the actual bigger games. You know, yeah. like we still have to go to Leon, not go to Leon, but play Leon the yeah. Champions League, that's what I would have been searching, like, looking at. Not for, you know, risking him against Sassuolo, like, no offense, yeah. but, you know, you have Rugani, he's fully fit, there's no yeah. reason not to throw him in there. And give him more time, you know, give yeah, him another exactly. chance. You know, you know, he was great with him in, at Empoli. I think know? if he would have started that game, I think you start, and again, I'm probably going to get roasted for this, whatever, if you start bringing, like, you show the faith in the kid mm-hmm. and you start putting him in. Like, that's what I hated with Allegri, even with Marquise. He would play him one month yeah. and then he wouldn't play him for another three months. And then we'd be like, oh, you had such a horrible performance. I wonder why. I mean, training doesn't mean nothing. Yeah. So and show the faith. Show the faith. It's interesting because that, like, same situation happened with Rugani. You know, he was stuck behind BBC and there's plenty of yeah. chances to play him. I mean, what... Now, what I always bring to, like, you know, look back on is uh, the Roma game when Jekka was a fucking monster that season. I think he had, like, what, 30 goals, I think it might have been? I yeah. season that was maybe, like, so. three or four years ago. Rugani just kept him in his pocket. And then yeah. after that, it was just nothing. Yeah, I think the faith needs to be shown. Yeah. And then, you know what, at the end of the day, like, again, it's a perfect situation, like mm-hmm. you said. At the end of the day, if it doesn't work, whatever. We cut our losses. That's yeah. fine. 
that's not a big deal. Chiellini gets healthy. He doesn't risk his calf, nothing. Yep. And, I mean, who knows? Like, you could say, oh, well, Chiellini will get hurt in another game. Fine, whatever. But I don't yeah. see you see him. You don't risk it for this game. I think that's stupid. Yeah. Then Alexandro obviously came in the left back. Again, a guy that really I don't think has been in a lot of training either. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we were kind of forced to do that because I don't yeah. want to see Matuidi ever in the... Well, well <laughs> I'll, I'll get to that next. <laughs> but uh, I don't want to see him there. And then obviously Danilo was on the right. It's expected. That's the position he likes to yes. play. Um, then we had Benton Gorpianich, Matuidi. I'm going to say this right now. Maybe I'll get... I never want to see Matuidi start a game ever. Sub, no problem. To, to be a, a horror... To close out a game. To close out, to win balls, get to tackle, ta- make tackles when we need. That's fine. I have no problem. I respect the guy. I don't want to see him start it. That, was, to me, was a big issue starting. And you could see when, you know, the pace kind of picked up towards the end of the game. I would say he did look better. But when... Dybala was not on the field. He did yeah. not look good at all. See, for me, I actually, I like Matt Tweed in the sense that his role is to cover Ronaldo's ass on the left wing because Ronaldo doesn't track back like Mandzukic did. Yeah. My issue with it is giving him the ball. Yeah. And he should literally just be how how Conte was when he first went to Chelsea and at Leicester. Win the yeah. ball back, give it to someone that can pass the ball. And that should be it. But seeing him make these runs, these these runs on the left wing and and he controls it and then five seconds later it, he actually has the ball on the ground yeah that is when i have the that's where i have the issue closing out games like you said off the bench it makes sense i rather him defend than go forward but for some reason he's going forward he's he's the one trying to create yeah. what he shouldn't be his best to me you know i mean take it the grain of salt i don't know anything about sports in, as much as the actual people that studied it and the, or have jobs in it, but trust me, we're not dude, ta- we're not talking rocket science here. Yeah, covering, a lot of people like to say that, but anyways, just you know, strictly stay on the left flank, just you know, have Ronaldo run up and you just sit there. Don't yeah. follow him. Just stay here, please, for the love of God. Just cover. I think that that's why that's that's why I like him because I don't think anyone else can do it as well as he does. Maybe Rabio, but. He's a lot more creative, but a player like that shouldn't need to be up in the final third. Yeah, and I think with Ram, I think Ramsey is not isn't really trusted enough, and maybe doesn't have the legs yet. And I think that's why he's not starting. And then again, Rabio, I think that would be perfect as well. Those three as your starters, yeah, and then bring them on later. What I've been noticing, and you know, it's been a contentious kind of thing back and forth between me and Al on this Alexandro thing. If you looked in this game, and you talk about covering, right? So Matuidi is, he's making those runs. Well, now what's happening is Alexandro, and everyone's like, well, why isn't Sandro going up to the run? He does occasionally yeah. when, he, when he gets the opportunity. But he's almost sliding in as mm-hmm. a, a third center back. Yeah. Coverage. He comes inside, yeah. And really, we're only working it to the right side. So I think that's, that's got to be a set thing. I don't think this is... I don't think that's him deciding to do no, that. I agree. I think that's definitely a tactic and that's being instilled to cover for Ronaldo going up and Matuidi going up on the left and then giving more freedom on the right side for Danilo yeah. to make runs on that side or and Cuadrado. It's, it's great you mentioned that because that's exactly how it was at Napoli and Chelsea because on the left he had Hazard moving up and Insigne moving up and everything was off to the right. And, of course, you know, Gulam <laughs> was... 
he was better at the time, but he also had better fullbacks at Napoli too, which made it work. But yeah. that's exactly what happened at Napoli. It's exactly what happened at Chelsea, and now it's happening here. The issue is, I I don't really think our right side has the quality. Yeah, to do what he used to, what they used I to agree. do. I but, agree, and, and as good as Bernardeschi is has been making runs. Yeah, and I off the him, ball, he's been great pressing, but. I just don't think it's 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 not good enough. I agree. It's not good enough. Yeah, and I mean, so we so we saw obviously again another shocker to me was the uh, was the Iguain uh, start, and I guess maybe a, a rest. Um, yeah, I, it made sense to me. Um, I don't think because Higuain's always been great against Oswaldo. Of course, but you can't entirely go off the past. But he was due for a start at some right. point. So, and I, you know, getting him some game time, getting him some, you know, some fitness, some confidence at this goal. Yeah. Um, but it, I, it just doesn't work now without the Bila in that team. As the striker, he he puts everything together. He's the one linking. Higuain can't do that like the Bila can. He can't link that midfield. Right. to our final third because Ronaldo's not dropping back. Ronaldo's yeah. still trying to go up, and Bernardeschi doesn't offer anything creative-wise. He can yeah. press all he wants and run to make his stupid fouls, but without the Bila, that it's just not going to work, Yeah, unfortunately. I agree. Well, obviously, I, I want the Bila on the team, but someone yeah. else needs to take that burden. Right. So let's now, obviously, we have a resident Sassuolo expert and there was a reason obviously i brought you on it was no <laughs> coincidence um so obviously sassuolo 4-2-3-1 um in goal uh mulder peluso chiriches and kiriakopoulos obviously yes. he came in for rogerio because i believe he had a knock in training ahead yeah. which i did just talk about in the preview but uh so i didn't know obviously i heard that from the commentators and they confirmed that he didn't obviously then start you had Locatelli and Manganelli in the uh, holding roles. Obviously, Baradi, Juricic, Boga, and obviously Caputo as lone striker up top. Now, obviously, this has been something that's that Sassuolo has been, you know, building on. This is a formation, you would say. Yeah. Um, and obviously, their their record the is their record kind of speaks uh, for itself. Obviously, winning the last four games, correct? Before we played them, so. Yep. Kind of what you expected when when you saw the when when you saw the lineup, Jake. I was more expecting um, Defrel because he's been playing as a ten more recently. Oh, okay, but George is hurt, fine. No? Yeah, he came on as a sub later on for uh, Chicho, I think. So okay, it must have been a long report then. Yeah. Um, or my bad. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. I I also kind of expected Barabia to play as the other uh, pivot instead of Magnelli, but. Oh. I was surprised, you know, to see him starting because he I, Magnelli's. I think he's up there. I think he's in like around Kilini's age. But, oh, yeah, as a holding yeah, That's yeah, no, yeah. He's been there since um, I think like 2004, I believe. But okay, now um, fully expected the front three of Chicho, Berardi, and Boga. Boga had a disappointing game, but the other two definitely showed up, of course, and even Jurjic as yeah. a ten. But now it's that's classic. It's always it's either the four two three one or he runs with the four three three. 
Okay, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, I agree with that. Like you said, Boga was definitely quiet in this game. Yeah. Uh, definitely, that is a good good take on that one. Uh, so let's get in kind of minute by minute. We'll kind of go over the whole game now and what kind of events. Obviously, I've got a lot of stuff written down. Um, so we'll kind of discuss, you know, maybe 20, 30-minute chunks at a time. Um, again, at the beginning, you know, it was kind of an early back and forth. It wasn't necessarily a, uh, too much of a, you know, one team sitting back. Yeah, it seemed it like end-to-end. End-to-end. Um, and then right at the beginning, um, I could not believe this. Play from the corner. Uh, Pjanic puts a ball over the top and fucking Danilo just drills it. Yeah, I was shocked. I mean, because oh, we suck at set pieces. Uh, exactly. Like, and it's funny because I've been like, you know, if you follow me on Twitter and if you just happen to catch me tweeting, live tweeting for a Sassuolo game, they are worse at set pieces. So I was not surprised when that happened because they look clueless. I think the goal they conceded against Lazio might have been a set piece as well. Okay. But I... To be that bad at defending set pieces to have Juve score on you, it, it says something. I mean, yeah. I mean the Danilo strike was great. Consigli didn't see it because of the, all the crowded, but that looked like it was right off the. Like they definitely practiced that. Yeah. To me, oh, exactly. It, definitely. But I was no, I, no one was expecting that. No. Like, um. Obviously, a little bit early. I believe there was a, you know, Delict was. Again, a lot of there was a lot of talk about you know, is uh, Delict you know the, like was he going to be the answer? And and again, I think it's when you look at obviously with the Atalanta game in mind. Obviously, I didn't do a preview, I didn't do a post game for that. Um, I was relaxing and uh, by a pool, but and obviously I watched the game. But it's not necessarily that one guy. Like you can't just say, yeah. you know, the reason why Milan happened was because Delict wasn't there. You know, the defense is a collective... you got to be a collective unit, okay? When it, it, guys are going to make mistakes, you got to play off each other. Yeah. You know, things are going to happen. No one's perfect. So, again, a little bit it started. So, that's kind of was showing me, okay, you know, it is what it is. I think our defense, you know, that, that then it starts saying, you know, our defense isn't as, as good as it used to be. And I think that's what the... the we have the bar set so high mm. that it's... It's still getting used. I think with the Milan game and that Atlanta game with Delict, I think that goal. Well, I think it was Kessie with the picture of like Benucci, like yeah. kind of like throwing it back on him. <laughs> I think if Delict was there, that wasn't going to happen because if you notice, I agree. Delict no, was no, man marking. Delict was man marking Zapata because they yeah. are like almost the same in size. Like Delict oh. is like literally the Hulk. I mean, just like Zapata. But and the only reason why he scored was because they did a switch. Yeah. And I think it was Benson Cord that got tossed around. But I definitely think that, like, he obviously impacts that defense just because of his size. Because we finally have a guy, other than Kalini, that can take on these big dudes. Because as oh, we've yeah. seen with Benucci, he just gets mugged off every time, it feels like. Yeah. But. I, I just, I don't mean, like I said. Oh, he's yeah, been, no. He's been outstanding. My yeah. point in that is, yeah. there is definitely, and you look at moments in this game where. Uh, they were playing a lot of one-twos yeah. and getting in between whether it was Chiellini and, and Delict or whether it was Delict and Rugani or the fullbacks or whatever. So, again, that was my... It's like, again, you got to yeah, play as I a agree. unit yeah. and it, it's more than just, again, like you said, on that particular instance, I agree, Delict probably wouldn't have let that happen. He wouldn't have let a guy run through him. Yeah, and that but, stems from 
playing time as well. Like know right. where, where the guy is because exactly. and the lick we've seen have so far developed a really good chemistry with each other when it comes to that. And obviously this is what happens when you don't play the one center back and the other one's injured. Yep. I, I do agree with that. Yeah. Ninth minute, obviously Bernardeschi winning fouls. I was actually quite impressed at the beginning. Yeah. Um, but you know, then Ronaldo takes it and off the wall. Shocker guys. I thought he changed. <laughs> I was hoping, I was hoping I was like, please. So I'm like, curl it. Can you curl One it for 44? Yeah. Actually, I gotta have a, I gotta have a counter on that. But anyways, that, yeah. that that's something for the future. Like 2% or something like that. Conversion then, rate. Then in the 12th minute, guys, perfect start or what? Pjanic just somehow harnesses Pirlo in himself blind ball obviously the run was uh, you know that's something you 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 practice right obviously roll the ball up there Iguain makes a great run and gets it behind the defender puts it home um defender did leave him so i would say it was a defensive error i believe it was Chiricis. uh 2-0 Juve yeah or smiles on like our face to see him score again then I but love then it, but you know what the funny thing is just after that Again, defenders fall asleep. Yep. There was a one-two. Caputo makes a run, Which, and obviously I mean, that was all him. I don't know if like anyone else saw it other than me, like freaking out. The yep. turn he had to like somehow like he was falling, of course, but I think it was on Delict as well. Ironic, ironically enough, I was, after I was just praising him, but oh, but that's what fall, I mean. Def- defenders yeah. are are prone to some yeah. mistakes sometimes. To right? fall back yeah. like this and to get your foot on that to redirect it. It was yeah. brilliant. I was loving it. Well, yeah, not, no, man. Yeah. <laughs> a game to, of... It, he was torn between two. It was beautiful. And then, uh, you know, obviously in the... Tw- I don't know what it was, but in the 20th minute, I, they panned to, like, Iguain, mm-hmm. And he looked gassed. Like, I don't know if anyone else noticed I, this. I didn't notice that. Really? I swear, he just... The, just the body language he was giving me looked gassed already. And I'm oh, like... Oh, no. That's a, okay. That's, I have to go back and look then because I check it out. Check it out. Worrying. See if you see that's it. very worrying. Then obviously, twenty first minute, Ronaldo. You know he gets that. I believe it was the defender made a dumb play or the goalkeeper made a stupid play. Yeah, ball yeah, bounces tried. wide, misses the empty net. Yeah. Come on, guys! Like you got to be like, this is what we paid the guy for. Put the ball in the net. Yeah, um, go for it. <laughs> Sassuolo can move the ball around. That's yep. what I have written. Yeah. They Passes um, are great. Yeah. Like I said, they play sorry ball better than sorry himself right now. Um, no pressing up top. Like it's Locatelli's key to that because I think we had what at the pull up the stats. I bookmarked it. I believe it was. Let me look here. 108 touches, 98 pass accuracy, 92 passes, eight out of eight accurate long balls. The midfield runs off of him, and seeing people on Twitter criticizing us being interested in him hurts me because he is, to me, one of the most underrated midfielders in the league because consistently putting in these top performances and being that anchor, that pivot in the midfield, which we need, and we have Arthur, which is good, but it's always good to have a good backup and someone else that can play alongside him, which he can do. But Locatelli in that midfield, he runs their midfield, if you notice. I mean, 108 touches alone. Yep. He's the one spraying everything. If you notice, they all go back to him. But he's key to that midfield and how they play. 
And of yeah. course, obviously, you know, you have likes of Boga and Berardi who also are used to that. But without Locatelli, that system does not work as well. It's not going to be up to par. But they and play beautiful. It's beautiful. Guys, inside take, there you go. You know, yeah. someone who watches the team. And no, it's it's nice to hear because mm-hmm. I'm not going to say I watch every team. I didn't watch Artur play. I don't watch, you know, there's guys that I, I, I like to see and I watch different games. But you're not going to see every game. So yeah. that's great to hear that, that that piece. And yeah, again, we've been linked. So... Uh, I take, I take, I take uh, your word for him, and it's almost a renaissance, him. like uh, a renaissance with the player because you know, kind of what he's gone through, uh, obviously with Milan, and then he kind of moved on, and now it seems like things are really changing for the better for him. Yeah, the kid has balls. I mean, he literally said to Milan, he's like, "Look, you're my boy here, club, but I'm not playing here. Yeah. I don't, I want, I want the move." And originally, it was between Juve, I remember, and then we eventually passed oh, right. on it. And then he went to Sassuolo, and people were like, oh, like, he's just going to, like, you know, he's, he's either going to finally become what he's supposed to be, or he's just going to fizzle out. But instead, no, he was a perfect uh, Pellegrini replacement, actually. Yeah. Well, thank God he chose the latter because, or thank God he chose Sassuolo because yeah, I agree. it because definitely we... would have been the latter, and he definitely would have fizzed out if he joined yep, us. I agree. I agree. Um, get any time. Something I noticed. Th- we really did not press up top. Like, there yep. was really no move, and Ronaldo was very lazy today. Yep. He did not. It seemed like he had no... And maybe this is why, like, the Sari ball... You know, we're not winning the ball back quick enough. Yeah, um, not high enough either. There's not a high... There's not this high press that we need. Uh-huh. And really, you know, like I said, I thought Iguain looked gassed. Mm-hmm. Ronaldo's not doing the, run, doing the running. So, really you're really giving a lot of space to these players yeah. that, that can do well. And, and they're li- they were linking well. It's interesting you bring that up because I've gotten a couple discussions with people about Bernadeschi versus Costa. And the reason why I like Bernadeschi starting is because he does the pressing. Yeah. He, he's the one That's pressing. That's true. I agree. And him and Debyle are usually the ones pressing. But without Debyle now, it's just up to Berna. And that leaves all this yeah. space open because, unfortunately, the other, other, the other thing with Ronaldo is he doesn't move the ball fast enough. No, in my opinion, he takes it. He so sits. Slow. He looks around. He will do a couple step overs, and then he lays it off. When it really should just be you know, the quick one twos, which is what we're try- like supposed to be playing, but we just aren't because we have a little hiccups here and there, and not here and there, but everywhere. That's why I personally think that Alexandro has always had a tough time, as mm-hmm. well as the left midfielder has always had a tough time, because it's so re- so hard to read a player that you think is going to take on the team and you don't yeah. know. And again, like I said, he holds the ball way yeah. too fucking long, yeah. guys. And, and they like, always come back, the opposition, their midfield, and, their attack. And you know, and you know who he's going to give it to. You know who he's going to give it to every damn time. Yeah. And sometimes there's a mistake and then it works out. But yeah. the majority of the time, it does not work out. Um, and then 29th minute, mistakes, mistakes, mistakes. Matuidi loses, uh, who was it? Uh who did he lose in the midfield? Goes one two with uh, I believe what was it Baradi? I believe it was Baradi. Does he nutmeg or he he gets? Yeah, I'm sorry. He gets Someone past. Got, I, yeah, he got nutmeg by Berardi, I think is what happened. And then that was when the layoff went to Berardi. One two, and then Judicic just slots it in top corner. Um, just ripped our defense. <laughs> and I look at the team, and we're sitting back like a like a mid table, like a bottom table team, lower table team, 
and we're just sitting back inviting this pressure and these quick guys are moving in between us one two bang top corner it's two one and I believe yeah who was it yeah that was the yeah it was George just the 29th because that was with the Chicho goal that I think we're on we went to talk about yeah yeah, where, yeah it was because Berardi was I think he believed he nutmegged it and that's when it went to Chicho when he was falling yeah, and he got the little piece off the jersey. She just smashed it. Bang. Yep, there we yeah. go. There it's 2-1, game open. Um, and then f- at the end of the half, man, Bernadeschi gets fouled. Yes. Yeah. Then he, he goes. That, oh, that, I, think, I think he got a foul. I think I it was remember, a Because I remember watching it, and it looks like he was like, you know, he was doing his like feints or whatever. Yeah, and then he kind of and fell. I don't. Over. Th- yeah, it looked like he kind of fell, but I like I didn't get a close enough look of it because I think they're trying to zoom in. I don't know. Oh, if- I, hope, I hope that GIF wasn't what, what that was. Maybe that's what I was. I retweeted. Uh, I, that's funny. Yeah, but he like he was doing these feints, is what was going on, and <laughs> that's then gotta be he got thing. very close. It might have been the Caputo. I forget who it was, but and he fell, and that's when he got up. And he was like. Like yelling, and he just like ran over and, and just like, shoulders and he, the guy, yeah. and then and he you're just like the linesman, and you're like, and then you see the yellow card, and you're like, dumbass, like you're done, you're yeah, not like, playing against Lazio. That's like, what are you doing? Like stupidity again. That's the second time yeah. Danilo does it with the gets the red card, and now the same, like no consistency, yeah, professionalism, way below what we need, uh, intelligence way below what we need. And that's and then and then we look at the coach and that's fine you can look at the coach, but there's a lot of stupid moves our players do and yeah. they need to smarten the hell up. Um, and the, the blame goes around the whole table. Yeah. Um, and then, in my opinion, you know, goals. then at the end of the half, out of nowhere, this amazing link up, um, and then again Ronaldo misses. Um, yeah, it's always guy, been that. Way the down. guy needs to be more clinical. Um, that money we're spending, yeah, the sixty million, not, you know, pre-tax, is not up to up to par. Yeah, uh, and he hasn't looked great. I don't know what these Ronaldo fans are seeing, um, but it's uh, they're they're talking about these criticisms, and uh, we'll get into that a little bit later. I have a couple mm-hmm. tweets I want to read off because I think they're just I I don't know what they're what they're what they're thinking. Obviously, we get to halftime. It's still 2-1. We're in the lead. Again, it seems like a little bit the tables are, are turning. Um, obviously, Urugani, like you said, comes on for Kilini uh, because of, you know, guy that's not ready, calf problem. Maybe yeah, some like exactly what we were talking stiffness. about, our worries. <laughs> and then right at the end, the, the start of the next half, I don't know what Sassuolo was thinking, but they play the ball back to the goalkeeper. And then all of a sudden we get an indirect free kick, and I'm like, oh well, Tevis yeah. scored. Tevis scored a cracker the last I time. I that. Yeah, I, I, th- I saw an indirect free kick, so maybe we can get a, a third or, or come up with a play. Literally clueless. I don't know what yeah, you're that, arguing about, Ronaldo. Yeah, I, I don't know what say, the fuck yeah. you're arguing about. Because I've never watched, it, and like they're pointing at the wall. There are all those like Sanson the Pajanic, and then there's all this confusion. The players in the box. So I get the movement at the beginning. That's fine. But as soon as Pjanic touches the ball, you can move whenever, yeah. wherever the fuck you want to move. Yeah. So I don't know why they didn't try and chip it over to the other side and go for a header or something like that. 
but it was just stupid. And then we're complaining. It's like, guys, that was just ridiculous. What? Yeah. What are you complaining about? I mean, I don't blame them because you know, if you look at old footage, like one of my favorite goals is uh, I think it was Alan Shearer in the rec free kick. I think I know spot. what you're talking about. They just cunt. They just cunt it. They just like. <laughs> it's a good strategy though, because I mean, if you're an opposition player and you see Ronaldo, what he does with a free kick yeah. that far out, hitting the wall, because you're what like a couple yards forward, yeah, right exactly. in front of him, like I'd be scared shitless, dude. Like I don't know where he's putting that thing. Yeah, I don't blame him for trying. <laughs> like you said, maybe could have chipped it over, but I don't know. I think my first instinct would have been just like blast that thing. It has to go somewhere. Yeah. But, True. I just think it was such a bad angle. Uh, that he yeah, had. I agree. Yeah, and it was point. like, I guarantee you, exactly like you said, I guarantee you they all thought he was going to probably smash it. And you just you have such a great advantage to think that. And then you dink it over. He, he chips, even chips it over. And I guarantee you someone would have been open. Or you put it back across goal, and then yeah, you get you get some face, options. You know, lucky deflection here or there might... You know, but not horrible. I just I was pissed that they were even. I'm like, what the oh, fuck yeah. are you guys arguing about? Yeah, I saw that. I'm like, oh my god, here we go. Then fifty first minute, guys. Yes. Obviously, Sassuolo gets a free kick, and Tech flat footed. Amazing! It was. A, yeah, it I thought was it was. Great goal. I thought it was a great yeah. free kick. Yeah, so I'm not gonna say. And Tech had a really a, a great game today. He yeah. saved us on a lot of occasions, so I'm not gonna rip him. I think he he was a, he didn't he didn't go for it, which a yeah. little bit worked I, me. But I was like, whatever, that's fine. It was yeah. a great. Kick. I didn't blame him because the movement on that thing was ridiculous. Like and then I look at the wall. They show the replay. It was r- literally the parting C. Yeah, I think it Ronaldo was uh, jumps and Bentoncourt yeah. goes. Uh, I the believe it's Benton, the opposite direction. Yeah, it was both them together. Place, and I'm like, what are you guys doing? Like, yeah. just move out of the way if you if if, if that's going to be yeah. the case. But, they tie it. Um, great goal though from Ben. It, it was, yeah, the you know um, what I freak was freaking out about. You know the Italian Messi's back. What a left foot. Bentancur, bad foul. I believe it yeah. was. Yeah. It um, was, yep. But it's fine. I'm not. You know, again, you can't rip guys. You know, when they played so well and they've been consistent. Whatever it happens, like I said, whether you look at the defense, whether you look at the offense, or whether you look at the midfield, as long as you're playing consistently, sure, you can make mistakes here or there. Um, I really like the Alexandra play, though. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about that in a little bit. He got a lot of stick this game. Uh, he's only played in his third game back from, from again, kind of a, yeah, a ligament injury. Case, yeah. Um, and but we'll get into that. Then 54th minute. Delict, Rugani, Danilo, all watched the fucking ball go yeah. across. I think it was, was it Mulder? I think I had the assist. It might have been him or Bart. I think it was Mulder because it was right footed. But yeah, because that oh, went that's who right made, that's, that's who made the run on the first goal that you guys scored. Yeah. Mulder yeah, beats you might be right. Yeah. Delic, he, or beats uh, Matuidi, and he goes in. That's who it was. Dude, Thank you been, for bringing He's been up. great this season. I mean, I think he, um, because we lost Larola to Fiorentina yeah. in the summer, and yeah, we brought cool. in, um, I can never say his name. I think it's Tojan from uh, Dortmund, but oh. Moldor, another great piece of business by the yeah, board cool. because they always sign these like lesser known players, like Demoral, for yeah. example. And he's been—he scored in his first two appearances, but he was great against Lazio. He was great again 
against Juve. But he's always looking to get forward like that and make those runs and make those crosses like he did. I believe it was him again to the far post for Chicho. But three two guys. I yeah, mean heck that's, that's complete, I, yeah, sorry, three two. <laughs> heck completely missed that one. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know if maybe because he hesitated because he didn't know if the defenders were gonna yeah. take it or not. But completely missed that. Then you have those three half asleep. Um everybody's asleep. Everyone's yeah. sitting back. I don't Still. know what's going on. We checked out again and we're down three two and now it's like the same narrative spinning yeah. round and round. Um, 57 minutes, something I noticed. Again, Ronaldo taking way too damn long. And I write these things down because, you know, even with Cuadrado, when I see him at the right back, every time he, I mean, he makes a mistake, I write it down because yeah. if I forget, it won't I, sit I in tweet, my mind. I tweet Cuadrado, and then he makes another one, and I reply to that tweet, like a Cuadrado part two, Cuadrado part three. So, obviously, again, I got to give Saudi criticism. Rabiot was supposed to come on before that third goal. He sat him back down. Then that happens. And it seems like for uh, these games where we've gone down, the changes haven't come till basically Later. shit has hit the fan. Mm-hmm. So, again, I don't think it's a smart move. I think he needs to be better in that, in that instance. He needs to read the game better. Yep. And as the coach, he's going to pay. So he's getting paid for that, and that's what he needs to do. So yeah. Rabiot comes on for Pjanic. Dybala comes on for Higuain. And immediately... Yeah, but I, I don't give a shit if you say that Dybala wasn't converting. That, there was there was trying to make an argument on on fucking Twitter and just pisses me off again with these Ronaldo fans. Again, they it was instant. Dybala chance. I I know what you're talking about when he he somehow oh, well, he turns, cuts inside, threads it across. We'll, we'll get into that. Yeah. Um, obviously, just before that though, Berto with an actual nice cross. And something that I noticed before is even when Bernardeschi was on those cross, I think that's something we should use him for. Yeah. He does put nice crosses yep. from set pieces no in one the gets box. On the end of it for well, the they part. almost did. In, in, yeah. in some of, in when he I, was actually tasked as the guy taking the, the free kicks, mm-hmm. he actually put some nice balls and some nice corners in as well. So I would definitely like to see that. Um, and so he had a nice cross to Rabio, close. That was a big chance, kind of yep. trying to bring it back. And then exactly like you said, Rabio gets the ball to Dybala. Great play. Then Dybala, perfect. Yes. Perfect pass on the tape, like I say in hockey, on the toe. Yep. And literally $31 million. And I'm like, okay, 3-3, here we go, here we go. And literally just right, right, right to shits it. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you like? Just and this, and, and people wonder why we get pissed off. This, yeah. And for it's, exactly you know, this. it's unfortunate be, uh, because. I think what a lot of people don't realize, including like, you know, Ronaldo fans, is that at Madrid, it was, they just kept creating chances, chance after chance. You think you have Cruz, you have yeah, Benzema, who's great at that. It's that midfield and attack was set, you know, was built for Ronaldo. Like people, like Benzema, how many times have we see on Twitter Benzema getting, you know, shelled? To the, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. But he's the one that made that tick because they kept creating all these chances for him. And just like the Atletico game with the comeback is a good example. All those chances we created for Ronaldo, he he put them away, of course. But he needs these chances. He's not clinical like people no. think he is. It's just all these chances, he's good enough to put, you know, to eventually he put needs, them away. He needs high, high, uh, not high probability, but he needs a lot of chances. Yes, like he needs a lot. Of, yeah, and he that's needs a lot of moments. 
And no, there is wrong with that. Yeah, like Aubameyang's the same way. Before anyone like you know comes at me, there's nothing wrong with that. It's normal. Not everyone's oh, super come. clinical. Yeah, they will. I mean, Ronaldo. People keep saying he's he's not the poacher like people keep thinking he is, like no. a Cardi, where not he's just close. he's planted in the box. Ronaldo does. You know, he's coming from the wing. He can't do that. If he was a poacher, he'd be a lot more clinical, I would think. But. He got a score there. Yeah, you you just if, you just have to at three at to make it three three, around the sixtieth minute I believe it was that changes the game. Obviously, uh, Douglas Costa comes on for Bernardeschi, um, which I mean didn't necessarily need to happen. Yeah. Uh, obviously we're down, so we you want to push, you know, uh, because obviously Bernardeschi got the yellow card, so he's not playing next game. So you potentially yeah. could have just ran him out, but um, I wouldn't risk getting red. I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, that makes another idiot decision. <laughs> fair point. Fair now point. Down ten. Now we're down to ten. Then, and then obviously we get uh, you know then Sassuolo started sitting obviously back a, a little bit and a lot of our chances start you know we got we got some chances uh, obviously off a corner from Bentancur. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alexander gets his head on it in the 64th, and I'm just makes makes my day. Yeah, I. <laughs> I don't know if anyone else notices, but when Benton Gore takes those corners, he's a hell of a lot better than Pijanic. He yeah. puts those in, and I like it. And I hope he keeps doing it. I hope he's the corner. Unless, you know, because DeBio is usually also doing it as well, depending on the situation right. and where it is. But he should stay on those corners because he delivers it very well. And usually we get someone on the end of it, which is rare, it feels like. Like, I can't really remember... No, yeah. other than like Cameron Nacy back in the day, no yeah. one else oh, yeah. did that well. Uh, of course, Pirlo too. Yeah, but I feel like back then with Cameron Nacy, it was always there's always a good corner. Exactly. Um, obviously, 68 again, another decision, Ronaldo decision that you know, I believe he just ran at the defender and he just got pocketed. Yeah. Um, if I remember correctly, and I just write, Dybala is the difference, whether mm-hmm. you like him or not. And I know it's hard for guys to say, but it is what it is. I'm going to keep beating on that drum till someone changes their mind. And if they don't, I really don't care. Yeah. Um, Ronaldo strike obviously saved in the 78. That was good. Um, obviously, great save from Concili. Then on the 81st, it was kind of weird because they didn't show it. Obviously, Ramsey came on for Matuidi. Yeah, I yeah, I've never seen that. And, I and was then like, they like brought oh. it up like after, and it was just like okay, yeah, sure. I was confused. I'm like, how long was he on for? Like, did I miss something? And then again, 84th minute, you know, Sassuolo's coming at us again. Um, and Tech makes an incredible save. Yeah, and the then I'm free. like, I believe it was Caputo again. Mm-hmm. Don't quote me on that. But it was some Sassuolo player got the ball back again. Pretty much has an empty net. And Sandro gets behind it and, and just clears it. I'm trying to remember if it was Blocatelli or Boga. I forget yeah. who it was. Because, uh, yeah, like, like you said, Sandro... Yeah, Sandra with the I think yeah, well, Sandra I think with the um yep. goal line. Oh, don't worry, I remember because every, now I'm locked in on on Alexandro, so now I have to remember. <laughs> I remember these moments. <laughs> I, I yeah, I remember. Like, I placed my up. bet. I remember getting up, like oh my god, because like, I jokingly said to friends, I'm like, yes, yeah, Oswald is gonna, you know, they're gonna win. And my friends were like making fun of me for it, but I remember seeing that I was like, uh, did I just like jinx it? I like that just like. <laughs> lose like oh that was it that was it right there (laughs) that was it right there that would have been a chaos on uv twitter if that happened but 
you know, obviously 90th minute, a little bit of a scary moment. Benton core hobbles off and guys are kind of, and obviously that's come out to be, uh, you know, negative and there's no real muscle issues. Obviously they're going to keep looking at, at him. But uh, then after that, I really checked out to be quite honest and during that, like 90 to 95 minutes. It was um, just chaotic defending on both sides. Like it usually is. I don't know why, but love to Zerbi. But for some reason, at the end of the game, when it comes to the 80th minute, he tries to shut down shop. But the yeah. thing is, I believe we conceded 45 goals this season, which is up there. Yeah. I It, it doesn't work. They're not used to that. They're yeah. not used to defending because the entire game, you know, best, you know, best defense is offense. That's literally the mindset. Um, and I think people I, have a misconception when they say defending and completely sitting back like yeah, that's it, the difference like if you go back and forth and you're and you're pushing and, and they're pushing yeah. back that makes like that's yeah. you know that's gonna happen but when you come like i said i don't like teams who sit back like that yeah. that's opening way too much and again there you go then some you know stuff goes back and forth there's chances one way or another and that's the game guys three three um i think we have one first team really um and that's about it. There's a lot. There's going to be need to be a lot of change. A lot of guys. I mean, a lot of pages have mentioned who needs to go, and I think everybody knows the names. Yeah. I think we need we need to blow it up. Um, yeah, and you know, I, ooh, excuse me. It's interesting. Interesting you bring that up because you know when we signed Sorry, I kind of figured, in my opinion, it was going to be a short term signing because yeah. I, in my like how I viewed it was okay. We're going to introduce this this you know this idea of attacking football to the to right. this team and obviously it, it's not working as well yep. as i think they planned but i'm hoping for the summer you know potch is definitely at the top of my list i, I, think, I wouldn't mind because he think he's a nice i think he's a nice balance between the two because if you look at the tottenham they did well defensively and they're also very very good yeah on the final third so I'm hoping it's something like that. I don't think Zidane's leaving like people are hoping, unfortunately. I think they were expecting Zidane to sign when they sacked Allegri. I agree. I and agree. then the whole Pep situation fell apart, and there's really no one else. Poch wasn't leaving Tottenham after the Champions League final. And then that's kind of how it fell to place because we weren't going to pay Conti $12 million like the yeah. other guys were. Exactly. And but, um, Yeah, I, I know. It's just, you know. Hey, you're the last one. Um, help. <laughs> introduce yeah. this idea. So I think for me, obviously, I think our best player of the game, obviously, I'm going to give it to Tech. Uh, I think he kind of yeah. saved our ass for the, a lot. There's a lot of saves he made. Um, obviously, you know, whatever. I gave him some stick a couple times, but it's, again, like I said, guys make mistakes. I'm not going to hold him exactly to the loss because of uh, some of the things that he did. But, um, again... Best, pl- uh, worst players, you can name a lot. <laughs> worst, worst, uh, maybe, maybe you have some uh, a theory on that. To me, yeah, a f- worst player. So I don't. I want to put out Ronaldo because this is the game that you know he scored the two pens against Atalanta, and you still look bad. You know, sorry, for, you know, sorry to everyone that gets offended by that, but he was poor the past yeah. three games. 
this is the game to show up because Sassuolo isn't the best defensively. You're going up against, you know, a younger, you're going up against a younger, inexperienced right back yeah. and an aging defense this time, this game specific, an aging defense. Yeah. And the chances that you've had, especially the Bile one, the most notable, and the open net, I'm not expecting you to put it in halfway, you know, because he was far out. Yeah. But at least, you know, he kind of took it way too quick, in my opinion. But hit the goal. Bring yeah, it in. Goal, Do whatever. Least, you know, put it on target. But that chance against Debyla that he Debyla set up, he that, that that's his bread and butter. You have yeah. to put that away. You have to put that away. And yep. slowing down, not looking interested, that's that's not it. To me, worst player just because of he you're supposed to be I guess not the not the role model, but the focal point of the attack. Oh, exactly. That's what we paid him let for, us right? Down. Exactly. Yep. Sixty million before tax. Yep. And I, I, I think, yeah, it's. I, I think he is in that group. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if you want to get into well, well. Well, I, I think this game was too. You know, for me again, tax best player, but, but yeah. I would only give him a seven to be honest. Yeah. Um, he could have done de- better on the third, and if de- the free kick to an extent. Exactly. Uh, Danilo, I think six and a half. I saw some good things out of him. Um, obviously on the the offensive side, obviously the goal. But really, again, I don't. I, I think he's a he's a backup right back. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, we we moved, We only got him to make money for Delict. If you're yeah. looking at it, so that's that's like. I, I hope we get you know who we're linked with. But that's the, the most I'll say about that. But yeah. Danilo is definitely, at best, a backup right back because I we can't trust him to. Yeah, that's what he's really been his career anyway is a backup right back. Then delict. How you go there? Yeah, delict. I would say six point five. I would give Kilini a six point five as well, and I yeah. give. Sandro a 6.5 as well like that's kind of what I would say that's why I didn't know if you wanted to do the ratings or not because you're going to be very uh, mediocre yeah like you know everyone's mediocre except really for tech in my opinion and Ben Tencor yeah he was well yeah like he needs to work on his long balls I'll admit that but other than that you know playing on the right in my opinion is his best position moving the ball forward has he has a dribbling he has the awareness to make smart, intelligent runs that Kadira doesn't. He, Bentancourt, when he makes those runs, he's making space for Ronaldo, for the strikers. Kadira's taking up space. That's why I prefer him on the right instead of as the Regista. Pajanic also had a decent game as well. Obviously, nothing. nothing spectacular. Yeah, but to me, the best players, it was Tech, Bentancourt, and right under that was Pajanic, in my opinion. He did well. Um, yeah. Yeah, but he'd had to. Some he, had two, he, had two, he had two assists, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the corner yeah. and the the ball to Higuain. So pretty good game. I mean, pretty good. But again, I find you yeah. know he has those those moments of quality, and we've seen it in other games as well. He's got moments of quality, but then it's just for the the yeah. rest of it. It's, it's not like good he enough. doesn't have the engine. He doesn't have exactly the def- like the defensive awareness because he's always making silly fouls yeah. instead of you know cleverly going about it. But, and then Bernardeschi, I think I would have given him like a 6.5 because I think he did play yeah. decently. And then you get that stupid yellow card. Who, yeah, that's really, the only, he, sh- I, he should be the starter. Thing I, 
that's the only thing that I have against Burner that game was that stupid yellow and stupid foul. Everything else, you know, I love how he all his off the ball, but his on the ball needs some work. Yeah. Obviously his decision making is always getting the best of him. Or and then, not the best, but the worst. Iguain, I'm gonna say like a five. I thought he was gassed this game. I, I think he needs to get more. I mean I again, give him he's yeah, had I give a long... like a five point five or six. I mean, yeah. you know, he did his job. Yep. To Ronaldo I'm not five him to press. Yeah. Very wasteful. Five, man. I mean doesn't look interested. Yeah, but it's tough. It's really it's tough. It's tough, hopefully, man. When hopefully it changes. I he looked frustrated after he looked very frustrated after Atlanta game, which I love about him. I yeah. love seeing a player pissed off, you know, like a lot in American sports. You see that a lot in like the NBA with LeBron. Like that's what separates, you know, a great athlete to yeah. a legendary athlete. Seeing Ronaldo at his age playing for a team like Juve, still getting pissed off that he's missing chances. I love it. It's you're, not t- you're not trying to tell me you're a LeBron fan, are you? Why not like LeBron? Yeah, do you like oh, LeBron? I love LeBron? I love LeBron. Oh God, guys, we gotta cut the podcast short right here. <laughs> we'll take this off camera. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, no, I definitely agree. I mean, great talent. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, you definitely have to perform. But yeah, uh, I yeah, I'm I'm hoping I I believe that he's gonna show up against Lazio. We're gonna see something different, especially after this run of form. Uh, he's not sub, having it. Yeah, yeah. then uh, subs obviously. Uh, Rabiot came on, Rugani came on. I would say Rugani again, low score. Yeah. Not paying attention. Um, really didn't have any rhythm. Um, and so I'm going to give him like a f- four and a half, five. Yeah, that's generous. Same, yeah. Not generous. Same with, that's uh, you know, Douglas Costa, I think, did well. Six average did his job. Yeah. You know, a little bit yeah. of. Same thing for Ramsey. He exactly. just came on. There's nothing really to go off of. But the Bile of 10. The Bila 10 for me. See, for I just me, love him. For me, I just it's tough. for me, it's tough. Like in a game like this where you draw 3-3, I would give him, I wouldn't give him the top. I'll give him like a six. I'm going to give him a six and a half. Everyone yeah. who I thought was like decent, but like not like great. Like he, he did miss a couple chances. Mm-hmm. Dybala as well. Some sloppy passes here and there. But like I said, eye test. When you, there yeah. was a consistent difference from when he came on, and you even look at Ronaldo, and I yeah. tweeted it. It took Dybala coming on for Ronaldo to move his fucking ass. Yeah, in this in this game, coming. that's the thing because he knows he's gonna get shown up, and 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 when he sees that, and then that's what that's that's what happens. And I think it's it's so telling, and that's what I was seeing. Even the small spurts we saw with Allegri. And people thought this was like a Dybala like mentality thing, which I thought was incredibly a stupid argument. Oh my god, don't get me started. I mean, was you have your coach coming out saying that Dybala is great as a box to box? That's when I you know. know something is up. Like I don't understand. And like you know, watching and Wasari has done really well is reviving Dybala because I think if I remember from the interview, Dybala straight up you know admitted he's like, I think oh was, yeah, there's a paraphrase of course, but it was just sorry told me to stop dropping back and oh yeah, he definitely far. mentioned it. Like, he's definitely, he's definitely like, given the stick to Allegri yeah, lots of times, and it's and it's great because you know we're finally seeing him look like he's enjoying it because now I don't see him at center circle. Now he's a little bit outside the box, and he can use see, his creativity. Actually. But this is the this is the thing I love. Mm-hmm. I would take Sarri's just even just his revival of Dybala, or over even th- looking or thinking about Allegri. 
because even let's say we stripped it all away, we can actually build a team around this guy, guys, over a guy you couldn't build around because you had a coach that was so ass backwards. uh, Yeah, and really just like at least with Sari's players, like like we've seen with Napoli, you know they can they can play different ways. With Allegri, it was like you look at Emery Chan and Aaron Ramsey was an Allegri signing. Did I I say Aaron Ramsey? Yeah, sorry. Aaron Ramsey and Emery Chan, they were Allegri signings because they're big. They they have an engine on them to an extent. They can get up and down. That's not exactly going to work because they're not as technical. Aaron Ramsey is the exception. I'll I'll actually say that. He's played with Wenger. He has the technical ability. But someone like Kadira, Matt Tweedy, Emery Chan, they're all Allegri players because... They're big, they're strong, they're physical. They're not that well technical. Yeah. And players like Sorry, technical players, they can play different systems. Like we've seen with Ancelotti, which is more possession based. And like we've seen with Gattuso, which is more counter attack. You know, they're playing off You're the right. counter. If a team's built with Sorry, I could work depending on, you know, how, like how well things go in the locker room because it doesn't look that well at the moment. But. Yeah, case in point, I agree with you on that. And then, um, what about Sarri? I think Sarri this game, he 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 didn't make he he made the mistake again of not yeah. reacting fast enough. Yep, I agree. That was one and thing that Allegri did well was he true. knew what to do in game management. Obviously, best examples against Spurs, spreading the game out wide, bringing on Osamoa and Leach Steiner. It's it's Sarri's very stubborn. Like I said when I was on. You know, all Juve cast with Alberto. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out to the man. But he he's so stubborn. He's just like, you know, you've seen it at Chelsea. You've seen it at Napoli. You look yep. back, it's a 4-3-3, same players, almost no rotation. And even now, when you have the opportunity to bring all five players to, give, to build up some match fitness and to conserve, it's still he's bringing on way too late. Kalini... Good example, you know, poor decision making is involved yep. too. He just needs to be better. He just needs yeah. he needs to sit down and reevaluate these decisions because it's kind of hurting us right now. Yep. So let's get into what he had to say. Uh, here's a bunch of quotes, obviously found on Twitter um, from obviously the post match. So we struggle to have physical and mental continuity, but it also happens to other teams. Difficult to understand why, but we're playing teams in great condition if we solve the problem of ups and downs in the same game we're on the right track which kind of makes sense i mean it's it's a generic statement um i don't like we shouldn't be you know looking at what other teams are doing because if they're also having ups and downs like lazio it's not good so like you know it's not okay regardless um that was never yeah, but even before, I never remembered us going. Yeah, well, everyone else is doing it, so you know we'll work on it. It's always like, no, nah, we suck. Um, we're gonna work on it, whether it's a retreat or yeah. whether it's you know more training. But it was never like that. Yeah, and uh, so the next <laughs> next little bit that he had to say, we had a hard time defending forward, uh, and they took advantage of it with the attacking midfielder. We need constancy in the game. I'm guessing he meant consistency. Yeah. Um, we have aimed too often to go with a few passes towards goal. We had to manage the dribble more. We have to, to make, obviously, nine points in the next three games without making calculations. 
the goal is either reached or failed. I mean, the second part, yeah, that's kind of yeah. obvious. But again, not too much driven, too much thinking on the ball. Yep. And I and think that's, that's, a, that's a big problem. Yep. Exactly. Like, um, um, again, with Ronaldo is, uh, yep. was our main point. Yep, exactly. So to me, he then says Kilini looked ready to play, but he had a, a little calf problem and has to be subbed off after 25 minutes. Then he has to stay until the end of the first half. Oh, <laughs> Maybe crap. it was early to play him. All right. That, I guess all right. now he's taking the, the, the player's uh, advice of when I, to go and when not. I, I love Kalini, but wasn't it earlier in the restart where Kalini got off the bench, dressed, and was like, put me in? Like, I love him, but, like, don't listen to him <laughs> when he's hurt. No. And he's like, hey, put me in, coach. No. He's not, he's not, he's not the guy to get paid for those decisions. He's, he's, he's the gorilla. Don't listen to the gorilla. Don't listen to King Kong like that. And that, and putting him on, love him, love the effort, but now we need you. We need you. And obviously look what happened. Exactly. Um, obviously some, a couple, let's get these last three points in opponents easily enter our penalty area. The team must be more balanced. You want to score the third goal and two passes at two, nothing. You will split the team in half and leave space. We knew it would be a difficult game. We also we can also accept a draw, but we must avoid these passive moments within the matches. Uh, kind of the same generic stuff. Yeah. It's time where the situation is like this. I think we have to find the ability to always have our heads in the game, stay in shape even at times when games seem to turn in the wrong direction. Only discipline can avoid problems. And yeah, we've lacked discipline in a lot, a lot, a lot of, uh, of of the games we've had. Again, two instances of just even cards. Yep. Uh, you know, that's that's ridiculous. Um, and then again, looking to the next game, Lazio, a team that, you know, obviously is fighting for their own, you know, pride for their own, uh, you know, sense of belonging, if you want to say. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. they've shit the bed so yep. far. And I think they're going to want to play, you know, and get back to normal and say, no, we did deserve where we, we didn't choke. Yeah, and yeah, I think we're they're going to give us. Race. We've beat you twice within yeah. the span of a week, um, and they're going to think they can beat us again. And they've yep. countered us really well. Yep, um, that confidence we were talking about before. So yeah. this is crucial, crucial, crucial. Yep. It's the big show, as I called it in the season restart preview. Mm -hmm. This is potentially it, guys. Um, it's either reopening or potentially closing i yep. mean it, it really it's really that important I like before you know our destiny's in our hands you know if we have to show up we have to see out the season like i think we will but it's in our hands now there's no one else to blame but us we can point fingers all we want yep and i think even you look at immobile i think he's gonna want to improve you know his you know the, the talking points of obviously yep. ronaldo catching him with goals and well, yeah, is, he just is, hates he, us is, in general. Exactly. So it's going to be interesting, man. It's definitely going to be interesting. It's going to be fun. Um, I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah, definitely. Personally. I think it's, I think it'll be a good game. Uh, I think, again, we need to come out and show yep. our assert our dominance. And we haven't been able to do that against the teams mm -hmm. that we've needed to, that these more difficult games, as we've called them. Um, because the gauntlet has not, we've, We've not started well in this gauntlet that I called it. Uh, yeah, yeah, we knew it was going to be like this too, like tricky, and unfortunately, here we are. So we're taking our our, our lickings. Um, obviously, I 
again, let me be honest. I didn't send out a tweet that I needed to send out to get questions from you guys. Um, so I apologize for that. I just want to be honest. But, you know, I want to get a take, obviously. Now, I've there's been a lot of been a lot of people who've been talking about this guy. I like to call him Danny Golfer. You know, uh, someone uses another expletive that I'm not going to say on the show. Mm. Um, but you know, a lot of people have been saying, you know, this guy, you know, he's very reasonable. You know, you can have a good conversation about. It. It's not just about Ronaldo. Now, this is what we got as a ret- as a tweet. Seems that more Ronaldo fans tonight admitted that he had a bad game compared to Dybala fans. They're defending his cameo involving giving the ball away and hitting balls into the stands. How can anyone... This was obviously a reply to that same... How can anyone find a positive from their performances tonight? It's not the end of the world, but at least don't be a hypocrite and talk about how blind Ronaldo fans usually are. Well, did someone realize how bad Ronaldo's been in all the other games and not say anything? Congratulations. Mm. You just proved what we've been saying all along. You guys have been so blind when he's had mediocre performances. Yep. And he gets And you've his- called them that oh, because he caught the man of the match award from Wolfsport.com. Yeah. All of a sudden you guys are cracking on like he's running the show on this team. This tweet just shows the exact hypocrisy that all Juve fans are laughing at you CR7 fanboys. And look, don't get me wrong. I talked to a guy, Danny, a few uh, podcasts ago. He's a good guy. He's reasonable. Yeah. He gets that Ronaldo's aging. So, again, Danny, this is not towards you. We can have a great conversation. I get that. And I'm not directing at that. But these fanboys, man, are getting mm-hmm. to a level. Yeah. Son. And it's, you know... And, you know, shout out to Aaron Jasper. Uh, we really start off on bad terms. He was Ronaldo. Uh, well, he still is, you know, part of Ronaldo FC. Um, but <laughs> Which is fine. Yeah, Again, yeah fine. it is. There's nothing fine. wrong. There's nothing wrong with it. That's how it is nowadays. You know, you have, you know, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant fans. You have the Jordan fans still, LeBron fans. Yep. Um, it's all fine. You know, that's how things are nowadays. But Del Piero fans. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> hey. <laughs> not as big. Not as big. But it's okay. Yeah. It's still... Still here. He's still number one right here. Still fight to death for him. Anyway, yeah. um, that's how things are nowadays. And yeah, you know, same goes for all types of fans. Like I do agree. Yeah, you know, Davila fans too, to a certain extent, oh, I agree. are kind I agree. of like ridiculous. But you know, Dan, um, I was young and dumb, maybe like a year <laughs> and two ago, and you know, we did get into a lot of arguments specifically about his Ronaldo free kick abilities. But you know, you are really, you know, you unblocked me. One forty four. One four forty four in Serie Yeah, like I think people should just stop taking things so seriously. Not True. to like, toot my own horn. Like you just realize, hey, hey, you know, it's a sport, you know, it's one guy. You know, it's it's okay to recognize faults in your idol and someone that you're following like that. And so I think that these fanboys need to start doing more is being a little bit more humble about it. Because they're going to retire, and what are you going to do now? Oh, um, exactly. Same goes with the Messi fans as well. Um, oh, it's it's a it's a cancer, man. It's yeah, like, a cancer. It, you know, like under every Bleacher Report football post, and it's like you know, on this day Italy wins the World Cup, then all of a sudden you see like some guys like on this day, uh, you know, Messi misses a penalty, yeah. or oh, on yeah. this day Ronaldo like, and it's like. It's a cancer, but now it's in our fan base. That there are really good, um, 
Oh, I mean, no, you can have conversations with like Dan and my friend Aaron that I mentioned, but I I can't stand the vast majority of them. I like CR rap rhymes. Another one. Oh, um, hey. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Albert is going to be dropping. Uh, what did he say? MDL four rhymes. <laughs> so stay tuned, guys. <laughs> stay tuned. Hey, I mean, you know, support who you want to support. I have no qualms against it, unless you know it's Liverpool or Merida. It's the only cl- that's the only thing I have against it, you supporting, but it's life. I oh yeah, like, no. It, to me, it's just it's this consistent, you know, uh, this consistent rambling about yeah. the same things, over and, and like you can't. And that's what pisses. It's like that's fine. I've given him his due. I've yeah, given him I, his due. I, Check I, the yeah. pod. I've given him his due. Yeah, I you know. I've said it like earlier in the pod. You know, like. I love his competitive nature. I I genuinely really, really like Ronaldo. I love Ronaldo in the sense that he's always striving to keep going. You know, he's not settling for whatever. Yeah. He's not settling. Oh, yeah, I scored. Oh, yeah, he, hey, I missed all these chances. But I scored. It's, holy shit, how did I miss these chances? Like, how many times you see him, like, yeah. grabbing his hair or something? Ooh, you know, like, that. that's the thing. Like, it's where you want to support, basically, as, you know, this incoherent rambling that I'm kind of going on. I don't care. Um, you know, you do you, but like, yeah, oh yeah, just, exactly. Oh God, calm down. It's not that serious. Exactly, my friend. Um, obviously, there was a, uh, and I don't know if I'm going to release this as a, a little kind of a bonus segment, but uh, kind of maybe to clip down this this podcast because uh, we've yeah, been going, we've been my going friend. On. Which is awesome. I like it. Oh, it's yeah, a good it's conversation. conversation. Exactly. So. Keep her going, but obviously, um, Eric Asierno Gibbs, uh, Gib, uh, obviously on uh, Twitter. Um, me and him have gone back and forth a couple times with uh, Bernardeski and some things. Uh, but no, he put out like a thread, a video thread, um, and you know, obviously wanting to express his feelings about Sadi, why he didn't think, uh, why it's not working, his his point of view, and you know. Like I've always said, I like seeing content and I like hearing everybody's opinion. I think it's great. You know, even if you're going to have one like Mr. Danny Golf here, that's fine. But I'm going to come back with my piece and so be it. Um, And I have to agree with a lot of what he said. Now, let's kind of break it down into uh, like segments. Um, You know, the first point he makes is about... uh, adding quality adding players Sadi doesn't have the right players and that's kind of been you know something I've said I think I believe he definitely needs to get players that you know can fit into that system you know if you if you don't have three strong center backs you're not going to play three five two uh it doesn't matter just because Allegri would play three five two and throw in uh, a left winger and a and a central defensive mid yeah, as their center back. Conti, you know, like right. people who used to do that. Yeah, it's that's not necessarily. I mean, you could call it pragmatic, but again, it hasn't always worked. Mm. Um, it's worked in certain occasions, but again, you generally want to play to your strengths of the team. Yeah, exactly. And again, everyone said that Sadi is so stubborn. He's going to need to play to the system that he likes and need the players that he's going to need. Now, again, so the example was Ronaldo, right, initially. Yes. Um, If Ronaldo, you know, if this system makes CR7 look bad, 
it doesn't matter what players um, you add, uh, it's not going to make a difference. Mm. I have to disagree with that. Um, if that's the bar, that's that's <laughs> set that's setting a very low precedent of what it mm. is from a player that said, "I'm only going to play on the left wing, yeah. and I really don't care about what you guys have to say about it," and has really you know underperformed as a striker or whatnot. I mean, that's a pretty low bar to set, personally, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you have to think about? You know, obviously, quality of players. We'll get into the Pep thing next, but yeah. kind of just generally about the Ronaldo. Yeah. Uh, what did you, what did you, what did you yeah. think of that? Like, I understand where he's coming from. Like, Ronaldo is, like, really well. He's playing in different systems, obviously, whether it was with Zidane or Ancelotti or um, Mourinho. But at the end of the day, he's essentially just holding us back. Ronaldo, yeah. The system's not making Ronaldo look back. It's just Ronaldo's, like, tendency to kind of take things on his own. His selfishness, I guess, best way to describe it. Um, you know, holding on to the ball for too long, like we talked about before, right. trying to go past players. Like it's not Spain and Italy. People, you know, the tactics are there. Coaches know how to stop most of yeah. them. You know, Especially most players drop. Yeah, most coaches in Italy know how to stop a player like Ronaldo from going past everyone. But I think that if Ronaldo was to embrace the system, he'd actually be doing a lot better. If anything, because the whole system is designed on getting crosses into the box, whether it's far post or low crosses into the middle, he's always going to be on the end of them because that's that's his role. That's what we're trying that's what Sarri's trying to get. But I think Ronaldo is holding the system back to an extent. It's not entirely his fault. But I think Ronaldo's holding the system back. Uh, you know, not entirely again, but because he's a step. he's a great quality. Yeah. But when he's not if let's say he's not conforming to like i said mm. like we talked about if he's got to press and he doesn't want to press yeah if he's not trusting that process if he's not trusting the process you know it's because at the end of the day i don't think he Ronald understands is that if he adapts to this he's gonna be on the end of, the whole thing is to get chances for him right he's gonna exactly. be doing a lot better and you know i think with more but with better players you know, like the proper players, more not like you know a Matt Tweedy, more like an Allen who can do what Matt Tweedy doesn't cover, and also, you know, technical ability. I think you know maybe Ronaldo changes a bit and yeah. essentially pick up on his slack. But that's all I'll say about it. Right. Then the next thing that was really touched on was the Pep Guardiola argument. Now, obviously, there's this style uh, of play, right? Yeah, quick passing triangles. Obviously, high press, get the ball back. Yeah, limit limit the team as much as possible. Limit obviously the opposing team to as little minutes having the ball as you as you can, right? And then obviously run up the score enough that even if you do concede some goals because you're leak a little bit leaky defensively, it doesn't necessarily matter. That's kind of how I see it. Again, yeah. Um, so he did bring up Pep Guardiola. And I know recently he was throwing a little bit sh- a shade about Juve podcasts and how many there were out there, which is fine. <laughs> but he did make a little bit of a, a little bit of a blunder himself on on the video, which is fine. I mean, hey, this is a tough job. I I, yeah. I give him credit for coming out, putting out a uh, what was it like 10, 12 minute oh, no, video. It was a great thread. I loved so, it. Beautiful I think he did. Man, I think he did. Eric, if you're watching, yeah, it's exactly. very beautiful. <laughs> exactly. And so he did a great job. I like. It. Um, I agree. But he said they had the three best mid at the uh, at the time. Um, and yeah, they still, I, I disagree with that. They yeah. still couldn't win it at the time. So let's talk about the mid. 
they played Tottenham, right, in the quarterfinals. They had, in the first leg, David Silva, which he said was, at the time, one of the best. I don't necessarily agree with that. Fernandinho, and then they played a 4-3-3, obviously, in Mm. in that game. David Silva on the left, Fernandinho in the middle, and Ilke Gundogan in the middle of that game. They lost 1-0. Obviously, Spurs was at home. Top three mitt? I don't think so. And yeah, I agree. Ber- Bernardo Silva was not playing in that game for, I can't find the reason. It says an undisclosed injury, but he didn't yeah, play in the I game. I remember that. And De Bruyne, then, was, was De Bruyne still hurt that game? So, again, so he brought up Kevin De Bruyne. In it. That season was one of the most injury-laden seasons yeah. he's ever had. I, I believe yep. his ACL, I believe, or MCL was completely blown to shit. Mm-hmm. And like the previous year, I think it was. And he was just getting back as they played that second leg yeah. because he came on on the 89th minute, I believe, in the first leg. And then he started in the second. Um, so that, I I mean, I can't really take this as... I mean, I agree with you. To, to discredit Pep, yes, he hasn't won and yeah. spent a shit ton of money. I agree with that 100%. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, either at Bayern, he's won just... The, the league, Man City, just the league. And Barcelona, he had a legend squad like Madrid. And that's my fault of, of Zidane. When people bring up Zidane, we talk about a guy who's had a team that for five years was put together and millions were spent and the right pieces were spent. And they did a good, great job. I got to give Madrid credit. Mm-hmm. They bought great midfielders. They had great fullbacks. They obviously had Ronaldo. And they had a guy like Benzema who would work with Ronaldo, who would basically... Uh, I don't want to say derogatory, but was basically his bitch for five, six years. Yeah, he was creating this And would do the service for him, right? He would do whatever he needed for him and took a lot of the brunt in the media, right? So, again, it's difficult to say. Bernardo Silva did come on uh, or did play in the second leg, I believe, and he did score, but he was as a right wing. He wasn't in the midfield. Mm -hmm. Um, So, again, that's kind of a tough, you know, judge of saying all attacking football can't win you Champions League titles because look Barcelona's done it yes they did have a a legend team that could everyone would put the ball exactly where they needed it exactly at the moment they wanted it that's true it's a legend team I'm not going to deny that but so you can't really use the the Man City thing as oh well uh, we can't we can't buy the right players because they had the best in the world I would say Kevin De Bruyne is one of the best in the world when he's healthy Uh, yeah I yeah Gundogan, Fernandinho, and and uh, David Silva. I don't necessarily agree with that point. Um, and then he obviously brought up Kulusevsky. He doesn't think that, obviously, because he's doing so well. Or actually, let me make. He's a, doing well at Parma. I yes. I think he's on like what you want to say a couple things now. Something about that. Yes, it is. if you want to say a couple that. things about the Man City uh, report, mm-hmm. I know I kind of yeah rambled. no um. I see his point. I understand. Um, but also to kind of counteract that point, if, you know, with Kevin De Bruyne, De Bruyne was healthy. And I still think, you know, Fernandinho, he's a great CDM. Yeah. He's just borderline shithouse. Like, you know, it, like he's going to kill you. Like, it's, fair play. <laughs> I, I, you know, I still think David Silva is a top player, but um, in his, you know, in his defense, if a te- healthy Kevin De Bruyne, the city a city we're going through, they actually almost went well, through if it wasn't for VAR. Is what well, people and 
away goals. So yeah. they won that game 4-3. The second yeah. leg, they won 4-3. Spurs go through, obviously, because they scored the three away goals. And you could say it was open, whatever. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. But I, get, I yeah. think Again, first go, yeah, game. Go against his point, you know, like a healthy Kevin De Bruyne. Um, and away goals kind of screwed him and VAR. So you have three yeah. factors out of there. You know, the best midfielder on the planet, in my opinion, and Kevin De Bruyne, because when he's healthy and he's playing, it's beautiful. Right. Um, but Man City, it, it was just unlucky. You know, you need luck, and that's something as well that Juve have been lacking, as well as Bayern, if you look at it. But just a quick, you know, about that Barcelona team, I think you're forgetting that the, the core, the nucleus of that team, came from La Masia with Pep. Oh, yeah. Exactly. It was like Iniesta. Xavi was actually almost out the door, I believe, around the time Pep came around. Um, and as well, green, right? yeah. And as well as, uh, you know, Busquets coming up, Pedro, and he actually kicked out Deco, Ronaldinho yeah. and, um, someone else, um, and bringing in Danny Alves. I think, yep. you know, ever since then, obviously he can't win and people keep bringing up Barca, but people forget he built that team. Right. That's what I want to say in defensive Pep. That's the only thing I'll say about that with Barca, but, um, yeah. Because I can't stand them or Real just as much as the other ones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't. Their fans are like exactly. They're mirrored after those two fanboys. Yeah, and you know, people forget. You know, sorry, Barca fans, you're watching this. Um, you really don't have any history, in, in European wise, before Cruyff came along. Oh yeah. Just saying, it was always Madrid, and actually, Facts. Uh, sorry. Facts. <laughs> and then okay, let's get on to Kulusevski. So he made the point that. Obviously, Kulusevski's done so well, or he's doing so well at Parma right now. He's on a he's on a tear, and he doesn't necessarily believe it's a pick and plug in that um, it's going to work a hundred percent. And you're adding this quality through him uh, that he's doing so well there that it's going to translate completely uh, under Sarri's system because of I would say you know not necessarily telling the guys how to play. You know, not getting the message across, so on and so forth. Uh, my counter to that is, if that was the case, obviously we didn't know. Then what's the point of even keeping Ronaldo? Because if no one's going to, uh, you know, if you can't pick and plug, then what's the point? Then what's the point of even bringing Sari in in the first place? There's obviously some tangible benefit of you know bringing in players that are more uh or that are one used to his system playing his style of play and are obviously quicker players pass the ball quickly yeah. accurate on the pass stuff like that he's won uh you know he won the Europa Europa League um that wasn't a fluke um Napoli played really well you could say, and that's obviously something that we'll talk get to yep. in a couple points <coughs> but what do you think about the Kulusevski comment so I, I see where he's going with it in the sense of like, you know, if the system keeps continuing as it is and for some reason we're seeing this lack of creativity that we've been seeing and for players with like, you know, different roles, it depends on how Kulusevsky's going to be managed. If he's coming in and he expects him to kind of play like Berna and keep pressing and not really off, like do much with the ball, yeah, yeah. he's going to flounder. But if we play how a coach should to the player's strengths – He's going to be great. It's always a slippery slope yeah. with these kind of situations because you never know how well a player is going to adapt. 
Yeah. Um, you know, like try to think of a more recent example. Um, Casello, for example. Yeah. You know, he was Doesn't great. Does he get along with the coach? Yeah, you know, like hey, like how does he want to play? What's the coach's mindset? Like Allegri is very defensive, and Casello is very uh, attacking Offensive. fullback. It's a great. You know, it wasn't exactly. You know, he was still good with us, but under a different coach. I think it will be, you know, I don't want to speak for Eric, whatever his point was, but I interpret it as, you know, it depends on how sorry he's going to treat him and what oh, sorry yeah. he's and, going to use him for. Yeah. And again, but, we're picking this, you know, <laughs> we're, we're sitting back again. Like I said, I looked up a lot of these, these stats. We're sitting back picking. You could say it's unfair, but again, this is just kind of how, you know, my opinion on, on, on his piece. And I, again, I give him credit. I think he did a good job. Oh yeah. Um, And I did agree with quite, quite a bit of actually what he kind of, I guess we're going on the more contentious points if you want, if you mm-hmm. want to say that, but um, uh, next thing, next kind of thing you brought up, you mentioned obviously teams that have had change, like teams that we've played. You look at Milan, you've looked at, did this hospital fire their coach before, or did Zerbi start the whole season? The Zerbi has been here uh, for two seasons because two after, seasons. Okay. yeah. So if I, if my history is correct, because it was, um, I can't pronounce his name. It was, uh, the current coach of Fiorentina is a, it's like Inaki, Inaki. I forget. I can't picture. Iacchini. Right yeah. I always forget. Um, so cause EDF, you know, DeFrancesco went to, um, Roma. And I right. believe he was brought in. And then the Zerbi now- showed up with Benevento with a Saturday SC squad and still performed well. They played decent as in like the football was kind of attractive, but He's a young up-and-coming manager, and ever since I think it's been two years, the board again has put trust into him. Right. And look, at, look at the results. The room is back in Europe. Um, yep. But yeah, Deserby's been there for two years now. So and I, that's his team. So I think the point was trying to be made that look at these other teams that have obviously changed coaches mid-season um, or even at the beginning of the season. You mm-hmm. look at, you know, you look at Gattuso coming in. You look at Pioli coming in, and obviously those teams have had, you know, success. Obviously, yeah. with the Na- Napoli point, they still know what to pass. They still they still have that chemistry. I think you can't you can't really you can't look at it the same way because we're going from A to Z. Yeah. In from what Allegri had to now what we what Sari wants, and when you're when you come in, obviously a team that's underperforming. We're not talking about teams that are sitting at the top of the table and need to consistently win to stay there. We're talking about teams that were, you know, falling towards mid-table, and now you have an open slate. So yeah. if you can if you can motivate guys and they they buy into what you're selling, I mean, really, you look at what happens with Milan, and yes, they have talented players, and you know they're they're following what's what Pioli wants them to do. Yeah. And but that's just kind of how it works with when a coach gets replaced and a caretaker comes in it doesn't happen all the time though you look at the, you you could you look oh, at Fiorentina those almost. those two exactly right yeah you look at the the top examples that's fine milan and napoli have been good but you look at the lower table it's not like you're seeing samp or spal or brescia get out of the relegation zone yeah it's, like it's, you know to me, it's a case by case basis. You have to look at these right. things. Like Sam, for example, um, because they start off with uh, De Francesco, and I think they went with someone else before Ranieri came in. And then yeah. I don't know if Ranieri's still with them. I didn't see him being sacked, but he kind of got them out, sort of. Right. But to me, it's a case by case basis you have to go on because 
Napoli, for example, is the uh, the example he used. Yeah, and Gattuso comes in, and it's relatively the same core. There's not that much turnover at Napoli. Right. There's a lot of turnover with Juve, like you know, you, not a lot, but I mean, like you know, new players coming in, wanting to integrate them in. You have to worry about that. Your new right back that sorry emphasized heavily that right side that we talked about before. Right. You have a right back who can't really pass, using a right winger as a right back. You have these injuries coming style. in. Bellini. Yeah, brand new style. You're going from, you know, Allegri, Allegri ball to Saudi ball. Right. With Napoli, you know, Catusa came in and they kind of and basically he's doing what Ancelotti almost was trying to do. Ancelotti, I believe, is more possession based. Gattuso is just like, hey, you know what? We're just gonna, you know, we're gonna play run on it, the count. Yep, like I'm gonna kill you if you don't run the training. Like Lozano, I found out unfortunately. Exactly. But um, you know, I see where he was going. Um, yeah. and that, you know, again, I'm on like defense with it, but I think this is something you look at a case on case, case by base, case by case basis. There we go. A lot of now, aces. He draw, yeah. He draw, He dropped the players losing confidence in the coach, and you know what? That I have yep. to agree with. Yeah. Um. I, yep. Absolutely. Go, go ahead, man. Run it. Run it. Run no, with like, it. so, it's just like it. It bugs me because you know when it comes to these big games like against Inter the Derby, they look motivated, but not because of sorry. It looks more yeah. motivated because, uh, this okay. clown, this clown, you know, you know, Conte is talking all this shit in the media. It's Inter. You know they're pushing their title challenge. Let's show them who we are. But then when you get actual games like Atalanta, and like I don't blame Ronaldo that much for you know sitting there. I mean I hate it, but at the same time, like what are you going to do? Because as much as you know, as I didn't like Allegri towards the end, hearing him yell on the sideline was promising because it showed that he cared and the players reacted accordingly to it. He's silent. See, <laughs> I don't know about that. Smoking. I don't know if he's smoking or something or writing something down, but it it looks like, like he mentioned, they just lost confidence in the system because they still aren't they aren't playing any better. Yeah, there. If anything, you know, it, it appears to be that we're you know worse. It just seems like they're not listening to what he wants. Yeah, them it, they're like to I do. Don't want, and I feel like they're often confused. I believe Eric pointed out because Sarge is like, "Yeah, I'm trying to control the back line, but then yeah. when it comes to final third, do whatever you want." Yeah, like that just doesn't work with a team that is so organized before. Yeah, and extent. they're just and again, they're not. They're and like, then the results are. Yep. The results are, you know, not going in our favor, and then that's mm-hmm. when you lose confidence in the project, and then you try, and then again, you see instances like. Dybala, Ronaldo talking and yeah. saying they're not getting us the ball, this and yep. that. And you hear and all the shit. Like, you know, mid-season you're going with the, you know, the diamond mid and you're trying yeah. to throw all these, like how, like we went from, I believe it was Dybala as a cam at one point. He was behind Ronaldo and Higuain and then it was Bentancourt and it was Pajanic and it was Ramsey. When you go through four different players in one position, you know, as a player, I feel like you would just be like, dude, what are you doing? Like, yeah. And when you have players like Ramsey and Ronaldo both saying, no, I don't want to play here. I want to play here. I feel more comfortable here. That shows the other players, you know, less younger players in squad. They're like, who's this guy? Like Ronaldo and Ramsey are telling them what to do. Don't even respect them. Why why should I respect for you? You know? Exactly. I agree agree with that. Yeah. I agree with, you know, Eric on that. They definitely lost 
they definitely yeah. lost confidence. And um, the same thing at Chelsea too. Um, they came out. Yeah, like exactly. Hazard like just did whatever you want apparently. Like exactly. So I think I think that's what I think that's a big part of it. I think that's a big. Um, next kind of thing, obviously, players look. He mentioned players look lost. He talked about you know, um, you know, not really obviously knowing. And he said this in the past before. Obviously, he's been on Al's podcast yeah. as well. If you guys, uh, you guys should check that out as well. But uh, he's mentioned this, the cases with with Chelsea and obviously Napoli uh, on different occasions. And um, yeah, I just I think you can only use that argument if you've been given uh, obviously like with the talking about quality of players. You can only use that argument if you have been given the players you wanted and it still doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Because if you haven't, you don't know what the outcome is. It could be it could be shit. It could be world class. It, everything could work out for a season. But when you, it's too difficult to drop that and it, that much of a, you know, assumption uh and then you, and then I look at it as again, if we found out that Saturday isn't the right coach, he's not up to the standard that we need to be. He's not a great enough coach. He's not intelligent enough. He's not pragmatic enough. Whatever. If we found that out, and then maybe that was even known before, that's fine. Yeah. But Juve found that out. Juve fans are finding that out now. Mm -hmm. And obviously, there's people in this club that get paid way more than me and way more than you and uh, way yeah. more than a lot of other fans that talk about our beautiful club that get paid way more, a hell of a lot more to do their job. And if they notice that and still sign the guy, that's on your ass, Agnelli. Yes. That's on your ass, Paratici. And that's where the buck stops, in my opinion. Yep. Because you allowed this situation to get there. I don't want to... And then again, they're talking about, oh, Paratici and Nedved convinced Danielli. That's bullshit, man. You've made so many decisions in the past that are so, like, ridiculous and contract extensions and, yeah. and signing you know, the wrong guy. Exactly. Like I agree was pretty bad. And, you, cry. and now all of a sudden you think you have a foot to stand on by saying, oh, well, you know, Sorry, you know, we didn't know this or we didn't think it was going to be this bad. We could have thought he could have... Bullshit. Yeah. Bullshit. I've mentioned it before. Like, I think, you know, they're sacking Allegri, expecting Zidane to come in. But yeah, then he kind of exactly. went to Madrid and shocked everyone. They're like, oh, now shit. What? So then he went for Pep. And Pep was like, no, I want to stay. They went to Poch. And Poch was like, no, I just made a final. Maybe I can do better. Okay. And they went to Conte, and he's like, hey, give me $12 million. And they're like, no. Um, so then, who's that fall to? Sorry. Sorry. So to me, I think what's going to happen, or kind of hoping, unless you know COVID messed everything up, um, I was expecting this to just be a short-term, interim yeah. sense, kind of like what Bayern does usually. Um, get their guy out. Yeah, get their guy out, bring someone in that just, you know, get them through the season, introduce yep. maybe like a different style or something. And I was to me when they made the signing was like I said before, short term, introduce the attack and get the fundamentals in, but doesn't seem yeah. to have happened. And then go for someone that actually plays more attacking football, like a Pep was the dream. But maybe we'll settle, and not settle, but someone like Poch. But that's that's what, I, what I that's what I thought we needed. We needed someone like Pochettino. Yep. Even a Conte at the beginning. Yeah. Even a Conte oh. and. 
Agnelli's too proud to even allow that to happen after what happened when he left after his uh, first three years. So I don't see that ever happening again. Yeah, I no, would be I, shocked if we hired him again. Yeah, um, I don't, to be honest, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm actually loving these uh, these Allegri to Merda the, because I want to see I want to see what our fans are going to be saying after he goes to fucking Merda. I want to see I want to see you rip him a new one like you did our coach. And don't get me wrong, if you want to hate the guy as a coach now, I totally can respect that. I respect what he did. I think yeah. he did a hell of a job for us to get us where we needed to be. No one thought we were winning that Scudetto in the yeah. first season uh, that he did. And so I'm not going to, I don't want to go into that because yeah. to me, I have no room. The, the, what the guys contributed as a player, I, yeah, don't, I, I, don't, I don't see the need to go that far and rip the guy an asshole because he took a job. Yes, it's a particular job, yeah. but it's a job nonetheless. Yeah, it's so now like I want to see exactly. You know, like I don't have any disrespect. I don't have any. Yeah. Ill, 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 obviously, you could say, well, Conte was a player and captain, na- captain, yeah. and now obviously coach. So it's a little bit different. That's fine. You can have that argument. I'm not yeah, going to argue. With like you. I understand. But I'm not going to. I'm yep. not going to say boo about him because of what he's done. And I really could give a shit what he says in the media. I could really give a shit what he says in the press conference. It's all bullshit in my honest opinion. It's what he's doing for his job, and that's it. I don't think he means anything, and whatever you guys can go back and forth on that. But to me, uh, it is... I would love to see Allegri go to Merda. This would be this would be a birthday. That would be interesting. I because think be... I would love to see this turn. I would love to see it. Yeah, because, because just the same way they did to Conte, the exact same way. I hope you guys all all remember what you guys said, and I hope you stay on that same level. See, I think part of it is where it differs is how they left. Mostly, you know, like I understand why people hate him. I understand why people also, you know, still like Conte. I'm indifferent because you know he left the middle left. training. Yeah, the way in that comment, like, oh, how am I going to eat in a hundred euro restaurant with ten euros? And it's like. Dude, like, come on, man. Like, you know, trust the process, you know, taking off of the Sixers. You know, you have to trust that process. And the same thing, it happened even before. Was it Livorno is what he was at before Juve? I I forget who it was because every every club that he's left so far, it was issues with transfers. It happened with Chelsea. It happened with us. It happened with the team before. So, I mean, he's he's only there because of the 12 million. I mean, right. Let's be real. Let's. Oh, be real. exactly. Like Which I, I don't fault. I don't fault the guy. Yeah, I mean, do I. he's doing horrible to like fuck their 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 shit. Obviously, they won today, but uh, to fuck their whole shit up. So I have no problem with that. But this, let me tell you one thing though. Mm-hmm. Well, and I don't want to get too deep into this. This will be yeah. kind of the last thing for me. What did Conte want? Quadrado. What did? Who the hell is a one? Who is Allegri? What did he win before? Mm-hmm. And he was given essentially, he was started bringing in these exact same players that Conte was asking for. But now, all of a sudden, so because he asked the club, now all of a sudden we have a problem. But when they bring those exact same players that he wanted to a year, two years later, now all of a sudden we're okay with our management. That's a shady management, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, people forget, you know, Conte did want a turbo. He did. Other players didn't work out. Um, but I also think, you know, I don't know if I heard. Did you say, was it about Allegri? You said, what does he win before? I just want to make sure. Yeah, yeah he I'm, didn't do. He's, well, he, he, 
he was famous for the same thing that he was known playing a great second leg after he got smashed by Barcelona, and we got the same thing. Oh, just okay. the past two years. Uh, you're talking about no, no. I'm just saying in gen- general. Uh, okay. Who is he's obviously yeah he's won one scudetto yeah. with a really good Milan team. You're also forgetting, uh, you know, he was. <laughs> <laughs> and he found Matri as well. Sorry, 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 sorry. I apologize. I'll take that back. <laughs> but anyways, let's get back to this. Yeah. Couple more, couple more points. Um, obviously, he made a comment saying that if they remo- when they remove Sorry, obviously you look at Napoli, you look at Chelsea, wherever they still play better. Um, mm-hmm. To to me, that's more of a credit of, like I said, when you have a team that's played for four or five, six years together. Yeah. They get that, you know, accommodation, unity. Everyone knows where yeah, that they know what runs you like to make. They know if you're going to go, uh, if you pull up, the guy's going to make a run to the corner, make a run towards the, the, the center of the field. That stuff, everybody gets on the same page. I think it's a little bit different. Too easy of, an, uh, of a cop-out to say that. Uh, I don't know if you agree with that, Jake, but kind of, again, I think it's a case-by-case thing. Yeah, I, I, don't, um, I don't think Chelsea's looked incredible this year to be quite honest no I, um, yeah i think um well yeah because eric did bring that up and i think it's you know a good point about you know chemistry how long the team's been together who's left who hasn't and who oh, excuse me you think it like again you brought up chelsea and you know lampard inherited like a pretty good squad that conti kind of built you know he has yeah. integral pieces in there like conte um sorry brought in Jorginho and um, Kovacic, but yeah. at the end of the day, they've been playing with each other for a while. Mason Mount and Tammy Abraham, um, yeah. they've been literally like at joined at the hip in their youth academy for how, right. like, you know, since they were young. There's a lot of stuff you have to take into consideration, like you said, case by case basis, of course, because I mean, look at how many teams have faltered over the years. Yeah, exactly. And then, last thing, obviously, he talked about be giving Saturday another year. Um, what happens if he does get his players or what happens if, sorry, he doesn't still get his players and we're in the same predicament? Well, if that's the fucking case that I know exactly whose head needs to be on a fucking pike outside J Stadium and it isn't Saturday because we've been going down the same road and, you know, we get into these cycles where we go, okay, well, the coach has to be pragmatic and then we get to the off season. And then we don't improve the midfield, and then we bitch about the mid. It's like that's the five signs of depression. We go through the same damn cycle yeah. every year with this. It goes, we go, we complain about the midfield, nothing's done. Then we kind of accept it, and then we say, okay, well, the coach should fucking deal with it. And then once we get knocked out of Champions League, we go right back to the same shit all over again. So again, I know who I'm looking at. I've been looking at them for the past three years. I think. If we get out of this period without a Champions League, there needs to be a massive... And I would almost say, Agnelli, you stay on the board, you keep collecting your check, and you get some actual football, and you bring back the DNA, you bring back Del Piero, which I think is a very intelligent mind in soccer. Uh, I think he's very underrated. He's made some really good comments in the past about what to do. I think you bring him like as, as, as the prez. You bring in... Uh, Buffon, you bring back all the the legends. Obviously, Chiellini at that point might be, you know, he might be done at that point. You bring him and you instill the same DNA that we are so lacking. Um, no one is bleeding for the shirt anymore. No one is is fighting for every ball. 
Uh, it's just, and even with Allegri, I don't want to hear it, even with Allegri. So it's not just that Saturday, the, the mentality, there's money over everything. Uh, we've gotten too much. And I think the experiment as a brand is a, if we get to that point without Champions League, massive failure. Because mm-hmm. when you become the team, and let's say we go to certain finals in the next coming, that loses again, and you're going to be the team known as seven, eight, nine losses in Champions League finals. You're not going to be known as the team that had Ronaldo. You're going to be known as the failure who keeps losing in Champions League finals. Yeah. And that's it. I don't so, give a shit that we brought him in. I don't know. Like, I understand where you're coming from with having, like, former players kind of have higher ups. I also believe that, unfortunately, this is kind of how football is going to when it comes to oh, these it brands. Is. I agree. Yeah. So I think, you know, it's going to be handled more as a business. And, you know, like, you know, bleeding for a shirt and whatnot, going back to the roots. But also, we have to remember losing in these finals has, it. unfortunately, it's part of the history. I mean, you, or in the mid-90s, three in a row, we beat Ajax and then lost the consecutive two, you know, with Dortmund and Madrid, 2003 Boy. against Milan. But, you know, I do agree there needs to be a Champions League at the end of the cycle because we built to this point. And we've set these benchmarks, yeah. like if, you know, reminding people years ago, and Yelly said, my goal is to sign Ronaldo. And then he said, my goal is to sign the next Ronaldo at the age of 24, which I'm hoping is that little French forward at PSG. Swap hoping. with Ronaldo. I was I'll hoping s- for that. I'll sign it today. But um, I think that if you, I don't see Sari staying for another year. No, and I'll, not- if he does. I don't think we're signing any of his players because now we're in a situation like at Chelsea where you have Jorginho, who still plays, yes, because he's integral to that, you know, because he's a really, really, he's a quality regista. But you have guys like Palmieri's, Apocosta, who aren't getting that much game time. And I think Apocosta went on loan to Roma. Yeah, Roma. Yep. And now you have dead weight. Now we're back to square one. We have this, we have this, you know, this wood. We have this dead wood, this yep. dead weight, whatever you want to call it. So I'm hoping for Potch and we build with Potch because yeah. if you build with a manager, a, a, a competent manager, like look at Atalanta, look yeah. at Sassuolo, look at Lazio. They put faith into these managers and look at them now. They're reaping the benefits of it. So if we get someone, a younger coach like Potch, who's proved himself and we stick with them as long as we stay committed to them and back them like we should. Yeah. That Champions League can come a lot sooner than we think. But. Well, that's why I think it's it was such a weird idea to bring in, like you said. I almost don't believe it because of the the contract we signed. Yeah. And, like, they barely wanted to move on from Allegri even after his having two years on his contract. Yeah. And now, all of a sudden, we're going to sign a, a Saturday to this contract, and now... It's gonna be like, yay! Let's get uh, let's get rid of him after one year. That's mm-hmm. what shocks me. Uh, and then again, like like you, a, the perfect point uh, that you made. You bring him in, don't sign his players in the first year, and then so what do you do? Either one, you you know you're getting rid of him. Mm-hmm. You're taking him out of the equation after one year, and this is just a jump in time from A to B. Uh, to kind of mind over the time because the coach you wanted wasn't there. Yeah. Or you really do believe that this guy can and you are gonna, and you are going to make the signings for the next year. And then if it goes to shit next year, then again, like you said, mm-hmm. you're in the fuck, you're behind the eight ball. Yeah. And like, you know, 
it goes both ways, you know. Sorry's not entirely to blame. No. Not entirely. Of course not. But also the management needs to start backing their managers more because you know, I get it was a little rushed. The planning was horrible. Well it is as we went before. We ran through four other managers that they yeah. that they were linked to before, sorry. So you could see kind of like everything was fucked up. And, well, and I and I would say, why do you why do we put ourselves yeah. in like to me, that's all on management. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like why you know, do we put ourselves in these situations? We should, as the club, obviously mm-hmm. being behind the the big guns because they make so much more money than we do. You have to be so smart yeah. and to see that those guys who make so much more money, the Real Madrid, Barcelona, even you look at Liverpool, they make so much more money than we do, and they still build teams, man. Yeah, like you, well, you, you wouldn't you wouldn't mm-hmm. you wouldn't think of that. You would think these teams are, you know, they would be like the Man Cities, but they don't. You look at Real Madrid; they perfectly calculated and won three yeah. in a row. Obviously, they got lucky. We can talk yeah. about that, whatever. All, but yeah, but even Liverpool, four years obviously of winning nothing, yep. and then they go on to win they a championship. Their manager, that's and where, they that's bought the guys they need. Yeah, exactly. It's it, and to my point. You know, we need to start backing because Klopp. For like you know he had his like, he had his vision. The board trusted yep. him, and they went through with it. Through with it. Same thing with Barcelona early on with Pep and Luis Enrique and their whole style. You know, attacking football, all that jazz. But I also feel like they kind of got lucky with Messi as well. Of course, being there, we won't get into that. But yeah. you know, Perez, an absolute genius. I mean, you know, Ronaldo leaves for hundred million. You immediately invest that into you know you have Valverde, you have Rodrigo, you have Meniscus. You have yeah. more on the way, you know. It's they've been they've also been in the game for a while. Like, I think right. it was, yeah. Like you remember, Perez. One of his main things with the presidency was, yeah, I will sign Luis Figo. They're like, yeah, all right, sure. You're the president now. You know, you know, back up yeah. your talk, and then Luis Figo comes in. You know, like he's brilliant, and I yeah. think, Agnelli over time will start to become that as he gets more experience because he he was a little baby when he took hold right. of the club. Exactly. And now, you know, and he had, he trusted Marotta at first, bringing him in. I think it was from Samp at the time. Yeah. And they made smart deals early on. And now we need to continue with that. We can't, you know, we can't lack like we're doing right now. We're stagnating. That's not good. Yeah. We need to stick with this. You know, we need to back up the manager, basically. And and that's what I, and that's what I mentioned. People were talking about, you know, Agnelli being on these uh, other big companies, uh, were obviously managing in those companies. And it's not the same thing. I, I mean, yeah, when it comes the, to football, yeah, especially the the, the lifestyle that got obviously how he's grown up, uh, obviously in wealth. Um, but so it's a little bit different. And like you said, I think Marotta is a very key player. I mean, as much as people want to give him shit for some of the stupid deals, which he did, he has yeah, made everyone deals. has those, you know, like and but he he was really riding the ship for a long time. That's the only problem I have, and this is what it is. Yeah, I believe. That with Allegri, and this is why the Ronaldo deal is so difficult for me, mm-hmm. because I get it. I would love to have won four Champions Leagues in a row with Ronaldo. I have no problem with that. I have. I would have no problem. I would buy the jersey every year. Yeah. Whatever. I buy the jersey every year, anyways. So, I would have loved for Agnelli and Paratici and Barotta to keep building, keep improving that team we had that just lost the final. Mm-hmm. 
not get all gung-ho about brand and about dollars. We didn't necessarily need that right away. You can go, you can, it's baby steps. We could have achieved the brand later on. I didn't think we needed to jump that far. You look at Liverpool, they didn't need to jump that far. Slowly keep building up the team, fix the midfield. And I get, I, I honestly wholeheartedly think we would have won a Champions League by now if we just didn't uh, succumb to a pipe dream of Ronaldo. And I really do believe Agnelli thought that Ronaldo was just going to was gonna do it for us. I think that, that, that's what the goal back. Was. Yeah. I, I honestly believe that's what they thought. And and they knew that they were going to make a lot of money. They were going to get a lot of followers. They mm-hmm. were going to sell a lot of merch. Yes, that all comes with it. Yes, the sponsorship revenue is going to go up. Then go up as high as all of you thought. We're not even in the stratosphere of those other teams still. And one of our sponsors is our own company. So yeah. to me, not as good, not as yeah. good as, as what people are saying. But anyway, still good. Yeah. Still you good. know, like and of course, like I'll refrain like my full judgment till the end of the cycle. See how exactly. it goes. Because who exactly. the hell knows? Maybe like next year, you know, huge we can, like we, we talked about year, like we can win next year. Yeah, we can win yeah, it's you know, it's you know, football's unpredictable. You can't you can't predict it, and that's the beauty of it with all sports, really. And that's why Fair. most of us are fans. Anything can happen, we believe. But one um, final thing, one final thing before I get you out of here. Yep. Um, because it's been a hell of a conversation. Oh, this yeah. is gonna be awesome, man. I'm gonna have to cut this up. I have a few days, guys, so this is gonna be good. I'm gonna figure it <laughs> out. But because uh, I, I don't know why the hell they put Lazio on a Monday night. Boggles my mind, but anyways, uh, kind of screwed me out of being on La Panquina. I, I would have loved to have been on that one. Uh, but uh, no, I got to go to work on Monday. Uh, but anyways, last kind of segment here. Obviously, we talked about going to the stadium, memorable moments. Um, you know, give it, give us a typical, you know, what, what, what's, what really stands out to you? I love the nostalgia. I love hearing, obviously, bring it up because I remember a lot of, there's been so many moments but, you know, some people can really hit the nail on the head and, like, bring you back to 84 or 2010. And they got the details perfectly. You know, just what comes – or even, you know, something you've been uh, – a game that you've been to even in North America or or wherever. Um, oh, I have a good one for that. Yeah, um, go ahead, man. Before so, you're... yeah, not exactly – like, you know, one of the things, I, like, my dad and I pride ourselves on um, is that we get to, we got to see Caldara play two games for us live – all-star game awesome. and against Bayern in the National Champions Cup. But just like the moment I want to bring out is, you know, our, when we went to Philly for Juve Bayern, yeah. um, this is more of like a fan experience in the sense, you know, Favilli was playing. I believe that's who it was. He scored his brace. My dad was just taking the piss out of the whole thing about like, you know, he's the next Fieri and this dude behind us is not having it. And he's like, oh, my my grandmother could score these goals. Dude, this dude's trash. He's like, fuck you guys. And, you know, my dad's like, hey, whoa, whoa. You're talking yeah. to the next, you know, Bobo Vieri over here. Like, we're just taking a piss at him. His friends, you know, obviously steered him off. Um, yeah. That's more of a fan experience. But, uh, you know, on the pitch, I'll just have two quick ones. Um, I remember the Krasik goal. I think that might have been Lazio, if I recall. Um Yep, I think it was I the last-minute so. winner. Uh, I was like 9 or 10 at the time. I remember my dad just blowing smoke. Like, my dad was like running. Like, my dad was so happy. Every time, as a kid, the only things I really remember were his Napoli chants. Right. Screaming Krasik at the top of his lungs. Screaming Matri. 
every time Kodas explored, you know, it, it it's an earthquake. But my personal favorite moment, it's kind of sad though, um, was that Cardiff goal. I was I used to work at Chick Fil A at the time. Um, I was driving home because I managed to get a morning shift. Yep. And so I had the game playing in my car. I wasn't watching it. I wasn't distracted. Well, until the goal. But having the audio playing, and I'm at a red light at this point. No. And I hear, oh my god. And I, and I look down and I see the goal, and like my windows were down, and so like I see Mansukish with the bicycle. Quick. I lost my shit in my car. I was screaming at the top of my lungs. I was like banging my steering wheel. I was, you know, this is woman next to me just looking mortified. And I was just like, Mansukich, just like yelling at her. She's like, (laughs) and it it went green. I just sped off. But like, I wonder how she went home and explained like, what is this nutcase, dude? And I'm screaming some like Croatian's name. I'm talking about. (laughs) You know, Higuain, Madrid in the mud, like, it's happening. You know, I think I said they were like, it's happening, boys. And I, like, <laughs> and I went home and, like, you know, I have all this adrenaline in me. My dad's, like, sitting on the couch and he has to, and he hasn't paused. He was waiting for oh. me. I didn't know. And I came in and I was like, oh my God, did you see that goal? And he's like, dude, I had a pause for you, man. <laughs> and I was like, all right. Spoiler well, alert. <laughs> yeah, spoiler. But, God, what a goal that was! That I hate was, that. dude. Little, yeah, little rabbit hole, not rabbit hole, squirrel. I guess you know, little distractions. What we yeah. call it in my job, squirrel. Um, it's funny that day. It was June third, twenty seventeen. I remember it because not only for Cardiff, but after that game, you know, the four one, we shut it off at the Asensio goal. I went back to Chick Fil A um, to see my friend, one of my friends there. And I was yeah. backing into the parking spot. Hit the gas out of the brake. And I crashed no. my car. Yeah, my first accident, mind you. So I got an accident that day. And I was sitting there. And I was like, <laughs> put the car in park. I got out. And I remember. And, like, I was kicking one of the shred, like the shards on the ground. I was so mad. And I, was, and I called my dad. I'm like, and he's like, what happened? And I'm like, dude. This day this just day, gets it better. Not get any worse. <laughs> <laughs> and it was funny because my boss came out. She's like, oh, like, you know, why would you come back? I thought you were going to, like, a party. Like your grandparents' surprise party, and I was like, "Oh, uh, y- yeah, well, you see, like, you know what I made up some like excuse out of my ass." There's a family fight. And oh my storm god! Out. It was a great day, man. That great... is, yeah. I mean, for that goal, I after it was funny. Uh, I was surprised. I had a bunch of friends over. I, I want to say like at least eighty percent of them were real were supporting real. Uh... And then there was like a few neutrals sprinkled in there. Uh-huh. And then, uh, you know, one of my, you know, really good friends at the time actually like jumped on the, U. like he, he's, he's Pole. Like I noticed with Polish, I don't know what it is. I don't know if this is everybody, obviously Martian, great fan, Martian, great, yes, great fan, great man. but you know, all my buddies over here, it's like one likes man, you Milan, Bayern, Dortmund guys, I'm calling you guys out. Pick a fucking team already. You only get one choice. But I got to thank my buddy uh, Albert at the time. And, uh, you know, that goal, that goal goes in and just both of us just get up and just lose it. And I literally, oh, yes. like, I pick the guy up <laughs> and toss him. I've also done this during an Italy game where this guy, like, ran up to hug me. And I've literally just Threw Hulk. Him. 
Wholesome. So and, I, and I was like, I was like, this oh shit. <laughs> I'm like, I'm dude. so sorry, dude. My 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 friends, they don't follow football at all. I'm like, well, you know, soccer. So you mostly watch at home then. Uh, uh, that's yeah, another thing I, I was going to ask you. Like, yep. what's the setting? Obviously, my, you've brought up Philadelphia. Is that more of like a family connection? Or just obviously, are you associated with that fan club? Or Oh, you're know? talking about Philadelphia? Yeah. Um, so where I live, I'm literally, I hop, I guess, on, I hop on 55, uh, which is the highway. And the bridge is right there. And I am five ten minutes away from philly just connected the dots as you said that i was like dumbass yep they're yeah, right so you. like and i wanted to go to that like that i keep trying to go to that cafe it's like that Grand, um, phil, Grand Grand Aquila. yeah yeah um but no yeah that's association i'm like right next door so love taking the train over some days when it's nice just walking the city with friends but no, it's funny because you know we mostly watch at home. It's just my dad and I, occasionally my sister or someone. My mom hates it, but um, it's all in good too. fun. But when I'm out, like the Inter game before uh, you know lockdown, I was on Applebee's watching that. I had on my phone, I had my phone propped up, and my two friends were going to a wrestling show. And they're like, yeah. "Oh, like are you watching soccer right now?" And I'm like, yep. "Yeah, why wouldn't I?" And then like you know I erupt when Debyla scores, and they're just like looking at me. Like, we don't know this kid. Who is this He's guy? He's a crackhead yeah. screaming in the Applebee's <laughs> about the Viola scoring. Like, I there's tons of moments with that. Now, Higuain's goal with Inter, I, like, I was at home watching that. And I went to oh, my friend's was... party. And, like, literally, the game ended. I went to my friend's birthday party. And I roll up in my jersey. And I'm, like, jumping about. They're like, oh, Juve must have won or something. Like, Yep. Jake. Oh, that's awesome, man. I that is it. awesome. I wouldn't trade it for anything else. So, anyways, guys, this was a hell of a show. Um, yeah. It... I think it's going to make up for what we missed with Albert. And, again, I apologize, Albert. We're going to have you on. We're going to try and recreate that moment somehow. I don't know. I I definitely I believe we're going to get her done. Um, but, again, thank you so much, Jake, for coming on. Uh, obviously, I thought it was perfect that – uh, that obviously yeah. one that you, you love. When I saw that Sassuolo. message, I was like, oh, he knows. He yeah. knows what's up. So, I mean, again, incredible show. I don't know if I'm going to split. I think I'm going to split it up at uh, at a, a section and maybe drop two. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no. Uh, yeah, this has been great, guys. Uh, obviously, for me, at Juventinita, DAL, uh, Instagram, Twitter. But, you know, for the real important stuff, Twitter, the links come out uh, as soon as they drop. It's going to be on Twitter. Uh, for iTunes, Spotify, uh, obviously YouTube, uh, Podbean as well. If you guys use that, uh, that's more of just for the the provider. But um, yeah, guys, it's been great support from around the world. I got to thank you guys all the time. And again, uh, just one quick thing, like Eric was talking about, is like, don't be shy, man. Just just create some content. There's gonna be lots of people that are gonna want to watch. You got a lot of views on on that on that video, and you know. To me, I can't speak for everyone else. I can speak for, I would say, it's the guys that are, are good friends with me. Uh, we do this because we love it. And that's it. I don't get paid anything for this. Uh, if, it, if I stayed with my 36 subs on YouTube for whenever I decide to stop this thing or hand it over to whoever wants to take it, so be it, guys. I had a hell of a time. It's, it was a fun, it was a really fun podcast. I love hearing your guys' stories. Like I said, so if you got some really great stories uh, or, you know, even just some rivalry, some banter, whatever it mm-hmm. may be, 
get a hold of me. We want to hear it. It's there's it's just it's fun. It's hilarious. You know the you know you have the you know similar experiences with with other people or, or maybe completely different or how you found the club and whatnot. And you know twenty one episode so far and we keep going i think i'm gonna get some of my buddies on i'm talking too much shit and they're not being able to talk back so uh <laughs> yeah you gotta i gotta let i gotta let them gotta get their the voice so we're gonna have some fellow calgarians obviously one is half italian half portuguese big ronaldo fan a real fan um and then also again my uh my brother from another mother jesse uh somehow likes man U somehow likes Lewandowski and likes Bayern. Buddy, pick a team already. Like I said, pick a team. <laughs> pick a team. So, anyways. Blast, man. Yeah, ex- oh, fuck. Well, you have to, man. You, I you know. Gotta, you got to see, see some of these conversations. I wouldn't be allowed to show you some of the conversations I have uh, on the podcast ripping into each other. But, uh, no, guys, again, follow at Jake Vinciguera. Um and check out his past work. Uh, he's obviously been on a lot. Like you've you've been on everybody's show. Yeah, uh, so far I'm you know I'm doing well for myself. Yeah. I've been on the all you cast. I've been on this show obviously, and you know if anyone wants you know some software knowledge, I think I'm like one yeah. of the only like we got a veteran over here. People over there on Twitter. Exactly, exactly. So guys, give him a follow. Definitely uh, great takes, and obviously that's that's well knowledge if you're interested. Obviously, as well as some great Juve takes as well. Um, but again, yeah, stay tuned. Uh, there's so much more to come. Uh, I got some ideas coming up in the works. I think for Champions League, obviously incorporating uh, possibly some watch parties, but uh, you'll have to stay That'll tuned for that. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be something a little bit different. It's not going to be a lot. It's going to be Juve focused in a sense, but... Uh, something different and different perspectives, and uh, I gotta see if I can make it work. We'll, we'll, oh, dude, we'll see what moments, happens. Champions League matches, oh, it's a completely different animal with everyone, exactly. Exactly. Um, so guys, stay tuned for that. Um, and again, keep in touch. Anyone who wants to, you're welcome, male, female. Again, I've said it before, there's a lot of Juven, uh, Juventina that have great opinions that are always online uh don't be shy we can do this without video with video uh just let me know when you guys are available and we'll make it work with you know the different time zones and you know as always fino alla fine or to juventus guys or to sassuolo <laughs> ciao <laughs>